Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out and use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News and the Graphics Group for their support and of course the pals over on Patreon. We cannot thank you guys enough. Without you guys, none of this would be possible. You guys are really what keeps this ship afloat. Head on over to patreon.com slash blackflagpodcast to become a pal today. For just $4.69 a month, you get some monthly giveaways, some merchandise discounts, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. <clears throat> all right boys and girls so this is going to be episode 161 of the black flag podcast uh i am charlie sanborn you are brad saucier you are bobby timmons uh so fuck all of you who thought that uh you know what i was going to say there but uh, i'm at c sanborn ii you're at b sauce 96 you are at bobby timmons 13 and we are all at black flag pod and all things social media uh what's up brad <laughs> what were you gonna did um what were you gonna what were you gonna say nothing okay nothing. i just feel like everybody th- says that I, I say the same thing every time so i switched it up oh yeah, yeah see i didn't i guess see? i don't pay attention either does bob because we give ourselves the same kind of look because <laughs> you you did the whole like hey can i copy your homework yeah just change it up a little bit <laughs> so the teacher doesn't notice like yeah. you, you said the same thing well, kind of just a little different can you can you plagiarize yourself <laughs> you do what to yourself no <laughs> Bradley, I, you know what that means. Yeah, I played myself once. every. Oh, um, yeah, I did go to college. Is that a euphemism uh, for? Nope, <laughs> I think so. It literally means copying someone's work. Yeah, I, w- I went for four years. Uh, don't remember much it's of like it. Bible, the, it's like putting the Bible. It's like the put, biggest <laughs> handing the Bible and being like, "By Charlie Sanborn." The biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more realistic. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I, the Christian the, fiction. Biggest problem is that I went, <laughs> I went You're to school to for four years, and I don't think that I remember much of the four years. And I didn't even drink back then; I just am on the spectrum. Okay, uh, no, I, uh, I, I didn't really start drinking until I was in college either. But I was like, I don't know, a year into it or so, and then I just made up for it all at once. I, I got think, drunk but... for the first time when I was fourteen. <laughs> cool, Bob. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's <laughs> called a problem, isn't it? Uh, it's only a problem if you go to meetings. Oh, well, that makes yeah, sense. Alcoholics need another drink. I just want one. Oh. Correct the mundo. Okay. Welcome to the official podcast of um, NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. Today's show is just going to be two hours breaking down last night's uh, Final Four matchup between the two teams. Uh, does it have to Wait, be? they played? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I just assumed there was, there was a assume, women's basketball tournament. I just assumed UConn won. They Congrats win. to UConn <laughs> on their 38th <laughs> national championship. Big ups in a row. to UConn. I'm sure. I'm sure that they did win. I uh, haven't ever watched really a basketball game. They actually ever. lost. Fuck, really? Yeah, South Carolina won. <laughs> no. Yeah. The Gamecocks. <laughs> the Cox. The, 
Wow. The Lady Cox. The Lady Cox <laughs> won. It's 2022, so that's good. They can do that now. Um, <laughs> that's, maybe that's why they won. <laughs> Uh, you know, my, oh, oh, the whole no. thing's fucking rigged. My women's sports, the coffee, uh, you know the deal. <laughs> uh, How about that guy that won that swimming contest that one time? Yeah, yeah we, we covered only, that. That was the William. coffee and the... Yeah. 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 Uh, we're also the official podcast of literally every other sports book except DraftKings. They kind of <laughs> fucked us last week. <clears throat> so they, they fucked you guys, but in you theory, still got in. in theory, they, they did y'all a favor. Um, well, I didn't. I mean, no offense, Derek, but I didn't think that that bet was gonna hit. <laughs> it just was gonna be really fucking profitable if it did. My whole thought process behind the whole thing was like, crazier things have happened. For sure, crazier things have happened than Derek Griffith going out there and running fourth, fifth in, a, in an Xfinity race in his first Xfinity race. Like, I don't know, Trevor Bain won a Daytona 500. Yeah, and Jesse Luigi uh, didn't and, spin out. Yeah, he wasn't even in the race. It's is perfect. there a prop bet for that? <laughs> So, so what, what Bobby is referring to, uh, if anyone, I think I was on my just my private Snapchat story, so not many people saw it, but uh, at, at the time, our, our group chat put uh, half the amount of money on Derek Griffith to finish in the top five. He, it, the odds were plus 13000 It was $20 to win $2,620 if that was to happen. So uh, we had Margaret do it because we are in Maine and uh, West is in Mass., so we couldn't do it. So we all sent Margaret money, um, but it was at, on it, it, it was at different oh times. So so Margaret got her bets in and my bet and uh, West's bet. But then like four or five other people, including Bobby, wanted to get in the next day, um, and or I guess it was later on that day, and they just didn't take the bet. And then they took like I guess it went through, and then they took it all out of uh, took the bets off of her bet slip and refunded her money or something. I don't know. Um, moral of the story is. Uh, we didn't win, but for sure, spend twenty dollars on way worse. Like we, 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 we got to talk obviously about uh, Friday night when we co-hosted a hockey game. We made a decent chunk of change, and I don't know where any of that went. I spent a hundred dollars on a Bluetooth speaker that I never got, and uh, I got an update on that story for you fellas if yeah. you want to hear that. Yeah, yeah what's sure. going on with that, Bob? So, if you uh, the Bluetooth speaker that Brad bought, I bought the same one, so we could pair them up for the hockey block party deal. Um. Never got a confirmation from the dude I paid for. I don't remember how much of this I already told on last week's show or not. So I submitted a claim with PayPal. Like, hey, I don't think I got my item. Like, I never got confirmation that I bought it. Never got tracking information. I submit that claim. I get tracking information. I'm like, oh, dope. And uh, I click on the tracking information. UPS says it's already been delivered. Hmm. I don't have it. Says it was delivered to Wyndham, Maine, and was received by Ed. I'm like, well, the Olivers, uh, who rent a building from us, they have an Ed. He doesn't work on Mondays, but maybe they ended up with us. Tuesday, I go over there, I bug Dave. Did you guys get a package for me? Nope. Okay. So I go to the UPS store in Wyndham, um, and I was like, I just need some help trying to find this package. So the kid that works there, he's pretty hot shit. He's like, he finds it. He's like, yeah, it's like it's at 778 Roosevelt Trail in Wyndham. He's like, your best bet, just go there. And uh, just ask if they have it because he said you're gonna be on. We're gonna be on the phone for an hour with UPS trying to figure this out. Well, seven seventy eight Roosevelt Trail is like a a strip mall type of deal. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta go to ten businesses and ask every single one of them if they found my package. Hey, do you guys have an Ed? Yeah, that's what? Literally, that's literally. So I walk into Mills and Co, which is like a kitchen, um, like a kitcheny store. They sell like kitchen things. And the lady's like, no, we don't have an Ed that works here. She's like, I'm in charge of shipping and receiving. So like, I don't, I never got any for you. So, okay, she's like, uh, you can rule out Mr. Bagel and Casablanca, uh, Casablanca Comics. They've both been closed all week. Like, all right, cool. That saves me two stops. Next stop's H&R Block. I know that isn't the like, same thing. So you have an Ed? Like, no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
The same thing, Edward Jones Investments. They have an Ed. His name's on the building, but <laughs> he didn't get my package. So the next stop is the Cigarette Shopper. And just to imagine a store called Cigarette Shopper, it's as gross as you might think. <laughs> so I walk in, I immediately, I'm like, oh, poof, I feel poor about myself. And uh, it's a girl I went to school with. And uh, I was like, you guys got a an Ed that's in charge of shipping and receiving? And her eyes get wide. And she looks to the back where there's an office and a guy little um, looks like a lot like Eminem in 8 Mile when he was younger. Stands up. He's like, yeah, what's up? Name tag says Eddie. I'm like, oh, cool. So I walk back. I was like, yeah, um, you know, UPS said my package got delivered here. It says received by Ed. It's your name. Do you have my package? And he's like, oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, we actually don't really get any packages here. I don't, I don't, I don't have it. And I'm like, okay, no, that's, that's, uh, that's a weird answer. Yeah, very a lot of coincidences here, but if you don't have my package, you don't have my package. And the girl comes from behind the counter. She's like, well, maybe you could try Mr. Bagel. They probably have it. I'm like, I already tried that. And they actually haven't been open all week, so they don't have it. Um, so I just walked out and said, uh, enjoy my speaker and left. And <laughs> went to submit another claim with PayPal. But since I already submitted a claim and they d- deemed it to be resolved, I can't submit another one. So I'm out $100 and no speaker. So... Shout out, Ed, you piece of shit at the window <laughs> cigarette shopper. I hope that Bluetooth speaker um, catches fire and burns your house down. This is not the official <laughs> podcast of Ed from Cigarette Shopper. Yeah, no. I might I might get Black Flag Podcast their first lawsuit. <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, so that sucks. But I've, Congratulations on donating a couple hundred dollars to somebody <laughs> that uh, gave it was only to a, somebody It was else. only 100 and what you just said about spending $20 on worse things. I've spent $100 on way worse things, so... Yeah, Ed. you at least got a story out of it. I did get a story, like content. <laughs> Let's get some views and some listens. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just really pumped for everyone that just tuned in to listen to your story about Ed taking your speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like debated. I was like, do I want to name drop? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like th- this isn't going to get a cease and desist. I don't think. <laughs> and honestly, like if you get a cease and desist from the cigarette shopper, fuck yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd frame that it's worth a hundred dollars. So you had a busy weekend, Bradley. I did, yeah, yeah but you my, my weekend started the same thing with, with you guys. Yeah, we had true. a great Friday night. Yeah, Shout out true. Christian Dunbar, the main Mariners. That was an awesome time we had Friday night, I think. Yeah, so I speak for all of us. What was that? Uh, about three, four weeks ago, we get an email drop from the main Mariners, Christian Dunbar. He works in the front office. I think he's even younger than us, uh, but he's in charge, does marketing stuff for the hockey team and asks if we would be interested in being involved with racing night with the main Mariners, which... I mean, duh, uh, we we like stick puck and we like, you know, tire circles and stuff. So, like, yeah, let's do that. Um, been in the works for a little while now, and it finally all culminated on Friday night where we had race cars up and down the street. We had speakers going. A speaker. It, well, yeah, <laughs> a, a speaker. Ed had a speaker going, but <laughs> Ed it was had a not speaker, cooked yeah. up to ours. Uh, you had some sauce toss. We had a uh, kern hole and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, beer pong, and I don't think anyone played. <laughs> uh, you had a, a a bag of water that you bought from Walmart. That was interesting. Well, I needed to figure out a way to fill the cups up, and they, Walmart had this like camping water jug. It was a bag. <laughs> it was a it was a thick plastic bag. It held it held five gallons of water. It was ten bucks. I'm like perfect. Then we don't have to rely on anybody to get us water for beer pong. This is true. Fuck yeah. I can't wait to put a mixed drink in that this summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we... Uh, Five gallons of Jack Sour. <laughs> Wed. <laughs> Seems like a lot. Uh, uh, it's a lot of sour mix, I feel. The problem with... Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of sugar. Um, the problem with the... 
it's only as fun as you can make it, right? So, like, we brought all the stuff. We had the beer pong going, like Bobby said, sauce, sauce, cornhole. But, like, people were just kind of standing around and not utilizing them. It's like if I walked up to a, like, block party and, like, all of my friends were there, I would be like, fuck it, I'm playing cornhole, I'm playing beer pong, I'm playing sauce toss. The sauce but, sauce like, got used a little bit. Yeah, the sauce sauce got used a lot, but, like, There was some and little kid that really was fucking used. ripping shots that was... Way too good at it, I feel. Then these two dudes were playing, and I for sure almost took one right to the fucking math. I I, <laughs> I almost got hit by Dave Ede on live television while he was playing yeah. Sauce Toss. Yeah, he ripped a, uh, a slapper or a, a wrister that was not even close to the Sauce Toss board, but pretty close to your face. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was standing behind the merch table there and telling people to buy stuff. Literally, that was my sales pitch. Yeah, you were like stuff. a carnival barker. <laughs> Did yeah. it work? Yeah. It, it worked tremendously because <laughs> someone came up to try to buy something from Bobby and I, and we're like, hey. <laughs> yeah, like yeah I was... shirts are 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Char- was Charlie was literally <laughs> asking people who have already bought one of everything we've ever had to buy more stuff, and it worked. And Devin Curit, last week's sponsor, <laughs> already gave us money. Hey, you need some stuff, right? I was like, yeah, if there's anyone here that you should be barking at to try to give us money, it's probably not Devin. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine fuck it but yeah no we sold some t-shirts we have new stuff too uh bradley made this new f- like fire little logo on a the laptop there and it's one of the coolest shirts i think we've ever come out with uh big fan of that i haven't even posted um, those anywhere the only people that have seen those are the, the people that were at the uh, actual event so those will have to go up on the socials we'll have to get them up on the website hopefully but we don't have a ton of them in stock i know just off of our group chat a lot of people said that they wanted them but i uh yeah haven't I haven't really gotten them uh, any anything posted online yet. Those those new T-shirts that we got. So anyone that saw any pictures or saw us that night, we had hoodies with the actual uh, original BFP logo. Um, there there are three the, of those that exist on the front of them. Yeah, <laughs> but we have those in T-shirt form, which were a hot commodity at the uh, at the party as well. And I'm sure that those will be pretty popular coming or going forward because everyone has asked for that logo on a T-shirt. And uh, now we finally have it. So um, hats flew off the shelf too. Oh yeah, we oh, sold yeah. out of hats immediately. Already put in another order for those. Um, I believe Jess at the coop was already working on them today. So appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll have some new hats back in stock at some point. They're not going to be the original. They're the ones that we usually have that are black fronted with the uh, white uh, mesh backing. But uh, they'll be they'll be black on black, and you know get the get the job done. You know, so got to take what you can get when you sell out of everything immediately after getting it. So yeah. <clears throat> it yeah. took one day for us to saw the hats. So yeah. no, I think that was a cool deal, and I think that next year, moving forward with more than just a couple weeks to plan it, I think that that's going to be even bigger and better, and we'll have more cars and more stuff to do. And um, I think it'll be be a good time. Uh, absolutely. The it, there was a moment. So we obviously we went down. Well, I guess not. Obviously, people that weren't there don't know. But we we were the intermission entertainment uh, co-hosting that with with uh what's her name there lizzie lizzie yeah um and then so she at one point she was like yeah we're doing uh chuck a puck you guys coming come down on the ice for that and we're like <laughs> fuck yeah and bobby and i or bobby was like can i throw them back up into the grandstands and she's like yeah whatever i don't care and so i went back up into section t where we were sitting and i walked to everyone and i'm like hey bobby and i are going to be absolutely firing pucks back up at you guys and <laughs> i alive. hope you know that only section t is going to get him because i knew that that was our section we immediately get down on the ice not even one puck has been thrown yet and she goes what did you guys say you were going to do we're like oh throw the pucks back up into the stands and she's like oh you absolutely could not do that no please do not do that like oh okay shit Oops. so uh, we only threw like three of them i we're threw each so like the the pucks we were throwing like just over our shoulder to the kids behind us that were banging on the glass but i knew i was gonna do one and I didn't understand the significance of the tomato. I didn't know why, but I'm like, this will throw 
way better than a puck and i tried to hit the back of the building <laughs> in section t like i nuked this thing it damn near made it to the press box i think it was like three rows short of the press box somebody in our in our group in our section caught it um weirdly enough and i i realized this like middle of the week number 161 won the toss and this is episode 161 following the game i thought that that was interesting that was um but yeah, no. The best part was uh, when it was all done. That we go to turn around, and where you you can get it on and off the ice in the middle there. Like if you're doing the ceremonial puck drop stuff like that, there were some little kids there, and the, there was a dad there with a beer. And I'm joking around trying to get the beer through the glass, and Brad's just sl- sliding stickers <laughs> through the glass into oh, some kid like a fucking deposit, <laughs> like, a like an ATM. <laughs> Yeah, there's little there's there's literally like six little kids who for sure have never and should never hear about our show ever. And I just had a stack of stickers and we didn't give out a bunch of them. So I'm literally we're standing there waiting for people to start firing pucks. I'm firing stickers through. Like I, I'm talking like 50 stickers went to these kids. And then like more kids kept coming down. They're like, ooh ooh, pick me, I want one. And I'm like, fuck yeah, everyone That's take one. Still not Mind as you, it's good. the OG logo with beer on it. Yeah, yeah. still the minors. Yeah. I was telling them it was Mountain Dew. As the little kid who got the right like this T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so they send us in uh, during I think it was the second period she's like you guys want to throw t-shirts we're like fuck yeah and Brad's like oh, we brought some of our own is that cool she's like oh yeah the more the better so we split off we each got like one or two Mariners t-shirts and a couple of just like leftover BFP shirts and this one little kid these kids are like eight or nine years old gets a BFP tank top <laughs> puts it on over like his hockey jersey another kid gets a right like this t-shirt instantly puts it on and we're like oh my god <laughs> Oh no! I was like, if only that kid knew what that meant. And oh, I think little boy, that's a penis. Someone, <laughs> someone walking by was like, what, is, what, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, this literally means that you're stiff. It means that you have an erection. That <laughs> is a ten-year-old wearing it. Super pumped! The best oh, part, mom, I got a T-shirt. The best part was the kid with the tank top that put, he put over his sweatshirt. Dude, it was like a two XL too. <laughs> it's a like, fucking nightgown. He has on that like kid. a red hoodie on. I'm like that little kid's wearing a BFP tank top. You're like, no, he's not. We don't even have those anymore. I was like, Brad, no, I'm telling you, that fucking kid is wearing a BFP tank top. Sure as shit, he comes off the balcony with his red hoodie on, just a BFP fucking tank top, ready to go to the beach, fucking show them guns off at the hockey game. Oh, Oh, wow. We are a terrible influence. What a bunch of fucking meat skulls. We are much fun. And then they gave us a live mic several times. And you didn't swear. No. No, I didn't. Yeah, I was I, proud of myself. Yeah, that it's a good thing that I didn't. The, get it. the best part was they they bring us down like underneath, right? And they're Lizzie's kind of going over like what we're gonna do, and I'm I'm like whatever, and she's like, "So Brad, do you want to talk?" You're like, "Absolutely fucking not." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, I uh, I haven't quite uh, got out of the the comedy clubs yet. I'm not really for ready for an arena tour, so uh, I'll let you know when I am. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's weird though because like thousands of people listen to this. Yeah, you know how many people are uh, not live here in attendance? <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I just, I literally, in between recording with uh, Tragic Shoes and coming on to do this deal, I checked my Instagram just because I, I forgot I posted a picture with Cole Swindell, and uh, Amanda Fuller said, you are absolutely not chilling this moment after I captioned it, chilling it. It's like, cause, eh, what were we going to say? Everyone fucking knows about my crippling anxiety. Absolutely not. I don't want a live mic in front of an arena. No? 
No, I, I once. a couple couple pit stains probably on on Friday night, but it wasn't too bad actually. You know the, the the biggest the biggest saving grace was the fact that I absolutely housed about four fucking twenty four ounce beers before we were like yeah we, we had we had 10 minutes she's like yeah uh, you got to be back down like two minutes to go in the period i'm like fuck yeah i go and i grab two hot dogs two beers i go up i go up sit down almost to meet actually i sat down next to c money and there was 12 minutes left and i was like all right i have 10 minutes to, to drink these two massive beers and eat these two hot dogs i sat down and i swear to god there was no stoppage of play for 10 minutes i literally had to, i just running clock i was like oh i got like it's 10 minutes on the clock it's probably like 15 20 minutes actually It'd be fine no no i literally had to stand up and walk while we were still gassing a beer while we went over to go do the intermission deal and i was just every time that we were on tv or on the jumbotran i was fucking sitting there in the background just slugging a brew yep well the the best part was after we got our like briefing at the beginning and we go and find section t we sat down for I don't know, 11 seconds, and they f- fired off Bang! two goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sweet. Yeah. 10 seconds later. Bang! I think the final score was, what, 7 nothing. Yeah, they put yeah. up a touchdown on them. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good game to be at, for sure. Also, apparently, uh, that was the third highest-selling ticket game uh, all year uh, with Racing Night. So, good for us, boys. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was a Friday night. I feel like a Saturday night would probably get more traction, but... Uh, yeah, that's nonetheless. That's that's obviously pretty good. We did. We uh, yeah, the place was packed. That's usually like I think that most of the Mariners games that I've been to, for whatever reasons, like a spur of the moment Wednesday type deal. And Wednesdays you're never gonna get people really. So um, it was cool to see that that place you know packed again, kind of like the old days of the Pirates back when they used to basically sell the place out. Uh-huh. So yeah, had a good time. It was uh, thank you for everyone that came out and uh, yeah, and supported us and bought merch because we never ever <clears throat> actually make money on merchandise, but. We made a little bit of money. I just don't know where it went. Spent it almost immediately the next day at, at Thompson. Yeah, where'd, so. you, where'd you go after the game, Bradley? Well, we actually went downtown and oh, we, yeah. uh, we went to Pat's Pizza and then uh, what is it? What well, I I don't know. That was the most. Ton. That was the most ton? ghetto Pat's Pizza I've ever seen. <laughs> I didn't it was, think so. I it was like right. a. Cl- it, was, yeah. it was weird because like I had to double check that it was a Pat's when I walked in because it was still very much like an old port type bar club. Yeah, it's definitely not like your. But all the Pat's pizzas are different. I don't think yeah. I've ever been to two that are alike. But yeah, true, because they're all independent, like uh, every, yeah. independently owned. Right? Every yeah. time I've tried to go in, which I don't go to the Old Port frequently at all. I've said that numerous times. But going out of the Old Port on Friday night, I I've never been inside Pat's Pizza because every time I go down there, there is like a long line outside to get into Pat's Pizza. Um, and there was always a waiting list. And I was never able to get in. So that was the first time I actually made it in. Um, nice place. Unfortunately, they had stopped serving food about four seconds before we walked in. Um, and tough. there was a couple of us that were on the same page of really wanting something to eat. And uh, so we ended up going over to Mash Ton or whatever the fuck it was <coughs> where we uh, caused a little bit of a scene and then uh, basically just sent it home after that. I mean, we didn't didn't get too uh, rowdy. I think the game itself kind of took the, the the wind out of the sails of a lot of humans. Uh, I know a lot of our friends got intoxicated. A couple people, um, you know, just had had themselves a night. Let's just say a lot that. of people burn their tires up early. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was there was no tire conservation on Friday night, <laughs> except for I mean us. It, it, we we were. Yeah, and everyone were like some of the least drunk people. Yeah, I was I was stoned sober. Yeah, yeah, we didn't drink at all during the block party because you really couldn't. Yeah, um, we we realized that at the time because we were thinking like, oh, we're just gonna have some drinks out in the street, have a good time, and then we're like, wait a minute, that's like, yeah, that's Portland, it, that's Portland's wicked illegal. Not gonna let that fly. Yeah. So that didn't happen. And then during the game, what we have four or five maybe because yeah. that's really all we had time for. I, I had like two and a half. All I day. had I had I think six because at one point 
I went to go grab all the t-shirts and I stopped by because before the second intermission, it was $3 Bud Lights and it was like, or before the second period started. So it was the first intermission and there was like eight minutes on the clock and I'm like, there's no line at the beer stand. It's still $3. I'm gassing a couple beers. Um, and then just, I realized I had to, I had to drink like three beers so quick because I had a, a drink voucher that I forgot about all night and I was just buying all of my drinks. And so at the end of the night I went and obviously bought another one, but, um, yeah, we went over and then switched over to, uh, Jack Sars, obviously after a couple ass cold Bud Lights and, uh, yeah, made it home pretty early. I, uh, for sure. I, I got home at like 1230 probably. And, um, I set my alarm for 6.45, was like, I'm going to be on the road by 7.15. That's my goal. Give me a half an hour to get, like, a bag packed. Um, the, the car basically already had everything in it. Just needed the merch and um, the uh, the speaker. So I get up. Well, I wake up at 6.45 my alarm goes off. I go, absolutely fucking not. And I turn it back off, gave myself an extra hour, woke up at 7.45, um, was like, all right, I'll be on the road, be on the highway at 8.30. I had a couple things to do. I had to grab gas. You know, I wanted to grab breakfast, whatever, take a shower, get everything ready. So I realized that even though now I have an SUV, I got an SUV specifically so that I could fit more shit in it so I can travel up and down, you know, throughout New England and stuff with all this stuff. Well, with all the boxes of merch with, um, like just whatever, the speaker, the cooler, I couldn't fit the cornhole boards in my, my back, the back of my car without taking the headrests off. So I also I bought a $35 Amazon air mattress and it was sitting in my back seat so I couldn't really put the cornhole boards on that because it was for sure going to pop because before I even left the driveway I had my bed set up so that I knew where the fuck I was sleeping if there was no no other option uh, because me and Thompson go way back so I get on the road <laughs> Thompson and I yeah okay <laughs> thanks Bob so I hang a right on route one which is about 10 feet out the door I get to the first light and some lady just ye- yellow light. I mean, the light could not have been more yellow. And she just absolutely locks up the brakes. I lock up the brakes, cornhole boards, hit my passenger seat from the back of the, the vehicle. I turn around. I was like, we're not playing fucking cornhole. Drop the <laughs> cornhole boards off. I took the time to order Starbucks on the way. Got on the road at like nine o'clock. Was just it pissed off immediately. I was like, God damn it. I'm 30 minutes late already. Whatever. Uh, I was going to stop at Hannaford and grab drinks. Like just, I wanted to get stuff for Jack Sowers. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait until the liquor and wine outlet. Like they'll for sure have mixers. Like what kind of liquor store doesn't have mixers? Cause I've been in numerous ones that do and stop at the liquor and wine outlet. They don't have mixers. So now I just have a bottle of Jim beam and nothing to mix it with. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm sure that I could at least find mixer at, a grocery store in Massachusetts. So I'm literally driving down the highway. I'm typing in, like, I know you usually have to go to a package store, but like, I was look, I was Googling the laws going 100 miles an hour down 95. And I'm like, all right, well, it says that this market basket sells alcohol. Wherever the fuck it was. I pulled in. They didn't have alcohol. I was like, all right, whatever. Got back on the road, went like 30 minutes down the road. Saw that this Target, this Target, I was zooming in on the store map that literally says wine, spirits, alcohol. I was like, all right, perfect. They sell alcohol walked in walked to where on the it literally says store 767 i'm like this is the exact store fuck yeah walked in no alcohol so you gotta be fucking kidding me so then naturally i go to a liquor store there's like a stabbing going on outside there's like four <laughs> i'm not even kidding there's four fucking cop cars i'm like excuse me i need a, i need a, i need alcohol i, I need so, sour mix like you're reading yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah best part about that is i fucking drive into the liquor store they have liquor <laughs> barely know her and 
beer, no mixers. I'm like, well, we're drinking beer. It's a beer drink kind of night. So I just grabbed the thing of fucking Bud Light and uh, shipped myself down. Thompson showed up. Uh, everyone that asked for stickers, for sure, like I had an hour from the time I got there, right? And I go to Thompson every single year now, at least for the last like four or five years. I have never seen the parking lot that filled like in my life. I mean, I'm telling you, I drove in initially where you get to like the top of the road course where they usually park people going down towards the pits or you hang a left to go out behind the grandstands. Dude, the, there was no parking up by the pits whatsoever. I mean, the whole place was lined on one side, whole place was lined on the other. They to park in the pits, you had to go all the way around the road course. Um, basically just super inconveniently, like not even close to where the pits are. Um, so I just parked behind the grandstands. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll just sell a bunch of merchandise, which sold all of zero things, but also gave nothing away for free. So good for me. Um, and just, yeah, went, went over, stood in line, the line. I've no, also never seen a line that long at a racetrack to get in, which, um, that's good for business. But yeah, the lady, I get to the window and the lady's like, make sure you hang on to that. If, uh, if, if it, it rains out and I'm like, the fuck i've been looking at the weather forecast for like the last three or four days it wasn't i didn't think it was going to rain um so i just thought nothing of it whatever went into the, the pits went all the way around getting everyone and anyone that asked for stickers on facebook i think i got everyone um got all them stickers went back up to the stands gassed way too many beers they for sure were supposed to sell them in 12 ounce cups and they were selling them in 24 ounce cups. So I went up and I got four of them, gassed four of them. You got and a then, 12 pack. <laughs> yeah. And then literally I went back down and they're like, Hey, so like, I know that like, this is not what you're used to, but like, we just found out that we've actually been selling you the wrong beers for like the price. Cause it was like eight bucks or whatever. And she, I was like, Oh yeah, I don't give a shit. And she's like, yeah, they're, they're actually like just half the size. And I was like, it's probably honestly better for me to be honest. Like I'm, uh, I've already had four of them and I've had literally nothing to eat whatsoever. So whatever, I go up in the stands and we're like, I don't even know, halfway through the event and someone just goes, yeah, they just canceled tomorrow. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? They canceled tomorrow. They're like, yeah, no, he just said it. And I was in my mind. I don't know who said it. I don't remember who it was. It was probably like blaze or something. And so like in my mind, I was just like, he's an idiot. And there's no way that's true. So I just keep going out <laughs> throughout the day. Like last race ends and I hear like reminder the Sunday portion of the Thompson Icebreaker is going to be run next Saturday at 1.30 p.m. April 9th. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, what are they fucking talking about? So I checked the weather. It's like 60% chance of showers in the afternoon. I'm like, that seems super fucking dumb for me, but like, or like to me. And then I'm like, all right, well, all that means is that tonight is going to get fucking aggressive. Um, and so basically rainouts are bad for your liver. Yeah, yes. very, very bad. Uh, there was there was a handful of on track things that were uh, were pretty fucking cool, though. There was at one point I remember uh, Stephen Kopsick, uh, Mike Christopher Jr. and Todd Owen in their Hell heat race. A, oh, just their heat. No, well, the, the actual the heat race, race too. too. The yeah. heat race. They were putting on a fucking show. And at one point I looked over at Holly and I was like, I I really wish I lived closer to Stafford. And she's like, why? And they like went and sailed it. Like someone sailed it on the bottom, like while they were just three, they were nose to tail three, like going in like three to go or something like that. And I'm like, because of that right there. And they were just putting on such a fuck of a show. Um, and then they go out in the feature and they do the exact same thing. But um, yeah, it was, it was basically Stephen Kopsick, Mike Christopher Jr., Todd Owen, and uh, our good pal JP were putting on an unreal show and the actual feature itself. Kopsick ended up winning. And um, I mean, other than that, our our pal Gerard Giordano, Giordano. John, the John Gerard, John Gerard. I think he always wins the trucks there. <clears throat> he does always win the trucks there, which is good because we gave him sticker or I gave him stickers that in that 
like the first when I first showed up to the racetrack, and I was like, "Fuck! If this kid doesn't win, it's for sure our fault." Because uh, he always is good for a, a dub there. And then uh, DJ Shaw dick stomped the field in the past race. <laughs> DJ for sure dick stomped the field. Yeah, um, that was pretty pretty entertaining race for a while. But you could tell all day it looked like DJ had the best car in his heat race. He just kind of was riding, and I think Austin Thompson was pretty good until he tried to put the right front through the roll cage uprights. Um, and that's never good. That Austin McDonald. Austin McDonald. Yeah, what did I say? Austin, 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 Austin Thompson. Thompson. Why did I say they were at Thompson? Well, yeah, that's probably why. Who's I, Austin Thompson? Weirder, weirder <laughs> things have been said. <laughs> I think it's because I'm looking at my notes and I have a section of notes that says Thompson. That makes sense. Um, hmm. But yeah, so the the pass race at McDonald Speedway <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, uh, went, went, went to DJ Shaw. Um, it was a pretty interesting, entertaining race, though. There was there was a lot of comers and goers, people that were up front. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, obviously Jake, the jet and Eddie Mack came up. I think Eddie Mack finished third, right? Yeah. Jake, the jet was second. Eddie Mack was third. Gabe was fourth. Um, Gabe started the race or ended the race with significantly more tire marks on each door than he started the race. So that was entertaining. And then what Joey Paul got to fifth. Yeah. Joey won his heat race and was supposed to start on the pole of the feature. Um, don't know why he didn't. He'd started dead last, but he probably had a pretty good car, but he obviously used it up coming up through the field. So he was, uh, swanging and banging, making his way up through the field. Driving for Moody. Driving for Moody. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the other four car. Huh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was that was the actual racing that happened at Thompson and then um They had some mini stocks too, but I I it was I Did did Deej race? Did, did I see that? That was that was senior. Oh, it's his dad. Okay. I, I, I feel bad, but it's also this is funny. Like dad and I are watching the pay per view uh while we're working on the race cars. And we watched the entire pass race, and then they pan the back, the camera over to the back stretch, and they open the gate, and out come the mini stocks, and both of us, without saying a word, just walk away from the TV and go back to work. <laughs> Ugh, sorry, sorry, mini stock pals, we're not really interested in what you have to offer today. We'll tune back in when the modifieds come out. They do, they do put on a fairly decent show there. Though. It was a good enough race, and they had enough cars where they actually have they're having the mini stocks come back next weekend to race again. So that's, yep. that's a good sign. You know, get the lower divisions where you don't have to pay a purse to come race again. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I've been told that Saturday night turned into a pretty good time, um, and I was told that by uh, stories that I saw from myself and others throughout the night. Um, I don't like. I, I remember most of the night. I just there was a lot of things that happened that I guess I don't remember. Um, my, probably my favorite thing that I saw throughout, uh, all of our stories was, uh, Marcus standing up on top of the camper steps with a, uh, grill lighter and a cigarette in his mouth, conducting everyone to sweet Caroline, I believe. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that was, uh, that was hysterical. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Mike Jr. Put me to bed. Um, what a good friend. I don't, did, I, he, did he bully you while he was at it? No, but I was kind of confused because, like, I I thought that I had the hot setup, you know, um, thirty five dollar Amazon purchase, like it was perfect for my back seat. I was pumped, I was ready to go. I was like, I have a camper right now. It's just actually my car, and uh, so we're all getting ready to leave and go to bed. And Junior just goes, "Where are you sleeping?" I'm like, "My car," and he's like, "No," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sleeping in my car." I was like, dude, I bought an air mattress. Like, it's it's kind of like sick. And he's like, you're not sleeping in your car. He's like, you're either sleeping in one of their campers or like like our Airbnb or whatever. And I'm like, dude, no, like I don't think you like. I'll show you. Like, it's a sick setup. And I open the door, and he immediately takes the air mattress and just walks it into Corey's camper. And I'm like, oh fuck, I thought it was cool, man. It's like show and tell, but no one gave a fuck. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I ended up just crashing on Corey's floor. Thanks. Th- thank you, Corey, for that. Uh, his dog woke me up the next morning, which I've never had a more pleasant wake up. <laughs> the dog's just lapping my cheek and I'm just like, Ooh, buddy. What's up, man? Like usually if, if it was like a human that woke me up, I'd be right pissed. But, uh, yeah, great, great kid that he, he's got there, that golden retriever. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Thompson was a good time. Real bummer that I'm not gonna be able to make it back this uh, Saturday to watch the rest of what I paid for. But uh, I'm pretty sure I gave my wristband to Junior, so hopefully that goes to good use. I'm sure one of his crew guys will uh, utilize that deal. But yeah, that's a it's a shame that they they didn't get the full program in. And uh, yeah, and I didn't even look at the weather either. I just bought the two day pay per view and was like, oh cool i also can't watch next saturday because i have a wedding to go to so. i don't i'm not a thousand percent sure it ever rained but that i mean it's judgment call obviously it was gonna be cold so they, they didn't know if they're gonna be able to dry the track in time but yeah um yeah bummer but woke up they the build morning. in they build in the week after as a rain date anyways and i imagine you had the nascar wheel and modified tour it was at richmond you might get a couple more cars that'll show up for the open race um now that they don't have to drive overnight through the night yeah, like several teams were doing. I think I saw John McKennedy was one, and uh, Patrick no, uh, fuck Eric Goodale both like drove straight through the night just to have it get rained out. So that sucks. Yeah, it's a bummer. But yeah, that was uh, that was Thompson. Uh, I was the only one. I was a lone soldier. A lot of people were asking where everyone else was. Um, I was just soldiering on, you know. Just that's good. You really need to carry your weight around here. I know. <laughs> yeah, I try, but. <laughs> That, that's a joke for us. <laughs> yeah. Huh. NASCAR I'm happened. fucking exhausted. Um, yeah. yeah. The the Xfinity series happened where well, our good former uh, former show guest Justin Bonsignor won the uh, oh, modified yeah. race at Richmond on Thursday night. Beat out group chat pal Tommy Catalano. Tommy uh, seemed like he was in contention to to maybe win the race and uh, then didn't. I'd actually, to be completely honest, don't know what happened. Uh, I saw a. Haters will say it's photoshopped image of a lapped car that was 19 times wider than every other car that was out there and might have had the same last name as the guy that won the race. So uh, do whatever you want with that information. But yeah, um, yeah, I also didn't watch heard heard all about it. Um, seems to be some controversy. We, and we did fill in a little bit of uh, the happenings of of Richmond um, before we stopped talking about racing with Max uh, coming up a little bit later. But I kind of forgot that we we already. I kind of forgot about the modified race at Richmond because we already did a little bit touch on touch on it a little bit with Max, but uh, yeah. So the Modifords did Modiford things, and then uh, the Xfinity Series rolled out on the racetrack, and Derek Griffith went out there and uh, made his didn't, debut. Didn't finish in the top five. No, he didn't finish in the top five, but um, respectable to go out there and not wreck the thing. Yeah, I don't because think they, I don't think he had any expectations of doing anything. No, uh, just to get some seat time, and get experience, and he's going to give it a go again this weekend in Martinsville. So yeah, yeah. So no, it was cool to see, and and just I was watching um, a little bit of practice or qualifying, one of the two, maybe both. Um, and saw a bunch of people like loop it by themselves. So, and it, guys that like run those cars weekly, obviously, and run Richmond uh, quite frequently. And so, uh, I'm glad that Derek took the conservative approach. Got all, finished all, well, all the laps, a couple laps down, I believe. But I remember I was watching the first stage, and uh, John Nemechek was just absolutely dick stomping everyone. Uh, put a bunch of cars a lap down the first stage, and then he had Ty Gibbs and John Nemechek get into it at the end of the race. I didn't think. It was that bad, but John Arnimacek apparently did. Um, I mean, Ty just put the bumper to him, got up beside him, and then hip-checked him. Yeah. Just stole a win. I mean, it's not the way... Like, everyone's going to hate Ty Gibbs just because of who he is. Obviously, I don't I don't think that's the way to do it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't race like that, but I, also I, I'm not a professional race car driver that has to win, and 
Um, you know, if you can get out and thank the Lord Jesus Christ for giving you a big enough bumper to punt the guy out of the way, then go for it, dude. Win the win all the races you want. Yeah, I, th- I think it was just a uh, the the way that it was looked at was that you know John Hunter worked his ass off to get around, yeah, him, drove never, around him cleanly, never really in touched a team him, car, and then just to get punted out, just of the gets way. fucking absolutely yeah. shipped out of the way. So. Yeah, I'd be pissed if I was him too. Yeah. yeah, well, that makes a lot more sense because I didn't see what happened. Uh, I just saw the finish, the last like I think two or three laps of uh, what actually happened there. So. Uh, yeah, I guess there's that new way of driving, which must be like New Testament stuff, you know. It's very frustrating to watch sometimes, but also we've all done it. So yeah. <laughs> also, I, I gotta give a call to Parker Retzlaff, who I remember being in Discord with him like numerous times. Never really paid much attention to what he had going on, but he jumped in like one of those RSS, like Ryan Sieg, whatever deals. And went out, I think he went, was it Phoenix? He went out like qualified sixth or something like that. It's one of those that you like, I don't even know if it was Phoenix, but it was in the top 10. And when you're like scrolling through, like I, I play DraftKings every week, so I scroll through to see where people qualify. And I'm like, holy fuck, like I think that he's only ran an Xfinity car like a handful of times at most. Maybe if that was not his first time, I'm sure that he's only done it a couple other times. And uh, went out there and he ran in the top 10 all day. I think he finished 10th uh, and said that he was he has a top three car top five car and just uh i think he had a speeding penalty in the last stage and it put him back to 10th i well, mean if you have a speeding penalty it's a pass through obviously he was doing pretty good he's gonna run top five i think a, a part of that too was that he's driving for ryan sieg so he go to do a pit stop and he'd lose like 10 spots on pit road every time and uh i guess the crew chief was like i get we, we actually need to like get a crew together for this kid because he's not he doesn't suck by any means no i was more bummed out to figure out that his sponsor wasn't waffle house oh I, it I, looks like it, it looks like just it. like waffle house <laughs> yeah yeah, no. yeah his colors have always been like black and yellow and white the only thing i knew about parker retzlaff was that two years ago in daytona his the owner of his arca car called me a pussy at the strip club did you deserve it no i actually don't know why i don't remember it i was pretty <laughs> drunk but he was we were talking about it the next day at new smyrna and he's like yeah you told me you raced a super modified and i called you a pussy and you laughed in my face so it's like oh good have been <laughs> neat good, good to know that's the extent of my parker red slap knowledge yeah i think he did pretty good in that did he not win that race he no he, he ended up he led a lot early but i think he was burning it up and uh, he okay. faded at the end but. yeah huh. uh, good for that kid but uh yeah and then they uh they did not NASCAR Win- things. The Winston Cup. That I so I don't know how anyone else felt about that race. I was again I was watching it kind of like you uh, at the bar with uh, Cole Swindell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't leave Reagan out of this. Watch, yeah, and Reagan. Sorry, uh, yeah, one of them has like 1.5 million followers, and the other one's Reagan. So uh, <laughs> I uh, no, we we were like, oh, let's go. You know, so basically, my whole thought process—the only reason why we were going to see Cole Swindell, or in my mind, the only reason why I was going to see Cole Swindell, other than the fact that I love Cole Swindell, was that I could piece it together perfectly in our schedule. Uh, go to Thompson. The races kick off at one one thirty. I assume they'd probably be done by five. The concert starts in New Hampshire at eight. That gives you three hours to get to New Hampshire. Um, and I, I, ever since Mac Miller died, I've kind of just been anyone that I really enjoys music. I'm going to go see them before that potentially happens again. Now I'm not saying that Cole Swindell does lean or whatever, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm just saying that that's kind of how I live my life at this point. Um, so I, uh, well, I just looked up pubs or like restaurants near the, the casino ballroom. We went and parked there. And there was this place, Wally's Pub, whatever, because a lot of it was seafood. I don't like seafood. And Wally's Pub seemed like a good 
spot. Um, they're they're like on Apple Maps. It had pizza and not shrimp. So I'm like, ah, more our kind of food. We walk into Wally's Pub. There's no place to sit. There's no place at the bar. There's no there's, there's like a couple like booth tables that are open, but you don't have a good view of the TV. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, we walked by the goat, and uh, I know that there's a goat in Portsmouth, which um, went we went to. Um, actually kind of fitting to tie it all full circle when when um Cole Swindell was playing You Should Be Here entirety of the song I was singing Jeremy DeCourcy because of the night that we had here um when we kind of sung that and like all cried together the last time I was actually at the GOAT was with Jeremy DeCourcy uh and that was the one in Portsmouth obviously so we we didn't even plan on going to the GOAT to begin with we went to Wally's and then they didn't have any places so we walked across the street we just sit down we asked them to turn on the NASCAR race whatever and you know we're probably like halfway through stage one or whatever and Reagan looks over and uh, he goes hey is it me or is it's like two tables over he goes or is uh does that guy look like Cole Swindell and I looked over and like made eye contact with him and I was like yeah that's Cole Swindell and no one really knew no one was acting like that was Cole Swindell I was like oh that's pretty cool everyone in there was dressed either in a flannel or the girls were dressed skimpy because they don't get cold um and other people had like cowboy hats on like everyone was there to they were going to the Cole Swindell show for sure and no one was even at and so I'm like I'm not gonna be that dude that like goes up and fucking talks to him like I was bummed out because when I went to Atlanta I don't remember if I even brought it up on the show I think I did but um, I was hanging out with like Noah's whole family and his whole, all of his friends and his crew or whatever, um, that usually go to the racetrack with him. And we were a little bit late getting the races on Sunday. And I walked in and, uh, his buddy Cutter was like, yeah, like, uh, look who I got in the race pool. I was like, oh, you're doing a race pool. He's like, yeah, no, it's Cole Swindell's race pool. He was just over here and, and it was a hundred dollar race pool. And like, I got these five guys and I was like, Cole Swindell was just over here. And he's like, yeah, you just missed him like five minutes. I was like, what the fuck? So the race goes on. He literally is glued to this like race, this TV. And I'm like, Oh, this guy definitely has a race pool going on too. So, um, he gets up to go leave. He would, does definitely walking over like my direction. I was just going to be like, Hey man, like quick picture, like not even get out of my seat, like on his way, like past me. And then someone went over and asked him for a picture. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Like I've had enough Michelob ultras. I have the courage to go over and ask him. So I like walked over. I was like, Hey man, can I grab a quick pic? He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And he's like, good to see you. I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah, you too, man. Um, I was like, Hey, I was, I was fucking bummed out. I went to Atlanta and I was supposed to be in your, or I was trying to get into your race pool, but I couldn't because you guys had already sold out or whatever. I missed you by like five minutes. He's like, Oh no shit. He's like, you were there. He's like, yeah, we got one going on now too. Uh, this guy's got Christopher Bell and like Kevin Harvick or whatever. We're pretty glued to this TV. We got a hundred dollars each on the race. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was down there with Noah's whole crew. And I, I don't even know how the fuck I missed you, but I was trying to buy Dan Suarez off fucking, uh, Noah's buddy cutter. And he's like, oh, no shit. He's like, well, if, if I'm ever at the racetrack with you again, he's like, tell one of them to fucking text you or whatever and let, let's get you in on it or whatever. Walked away. So you're friends with Close Window. Yeah, I thought I'm saying, like, great friends. Like, definitely in <laughs> let's get each, him on other's, the show. each other's MySpace top eight. So I walk back over to Reagan and I sat down and I was like, because I, in my mind, I'm like back to the spectrum thing. I like analyze everything over and over again. Um, also anxiety and stuff like that. Um, and I was like, I don't know that. I don't know. Daniel is his name. Um, it's like if I was like, oh, yeah, I was trying to buy Bill Byron off the guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just our fucking terminology. And I was just, you know, talking to this this super famous country music singer that I'm, I literally paid money to go see and then just saw for free um, in The Goat. And, um, yeah, we uh, just, you know, we hit it off. And I called Dan Daniel Suarez, Dan Suarez. Like, that was 
kosher and like me, me amigo he for sure was just like what the <laughs> fuck he's like this guy's turned on nascar once and he saw that daniel suarez did good and he tried to fucking buy him for a hundred bucks off cutter love um but yeah no had a had a great time obviously to go and uh my fair part of the night was that at, at this point um cole swindell was going to try to leave people were asking for pictures he was super cool he just didn't really he wasn't you know bummed out or like upset by it by any means but people were asking for pictures left and right and they were having a race off pit road. They're in the middle of green flag pit stops. And he literally just goes, Hey, one, one, one second. Yeah. He's like, I'll get you, I'll get you in a second for a pick. And he's like watching the race off pit road. And he's like, like, like gives a fist pump. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy has in the race, but he is absolutely <laughs> dialed into this shit. Um, so no, that was, that was cool. And then obviously he went back and finished anyone, anyone that wanted pictures with him. It was hilarious though, because the whole right side of the bar, like this is a, he's on the left side at a table, whole right side of the bar is all these girls, like, Teenage, like mid twenties, all these uh, like, Ashleys whatever. with e i g h s. Oh, a thousand percent. They every single one of them is wearing a black tank top and a flannel that's unbuttoned completely and a cut cowboy off, hat. Cut off boots. They cut could off have, shorts with boots. They could have had not one <clears throat> ounce less of an idea that that was fucking Cole Swindell the guy that across the bar. The guy that they're yeah. going to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And they would have had an absolute conniption like they hadn't seen each other for fifteen minutes. Oh my god. If they actually knew, they had no idea. It was terrific. Uh, he played it off. Really well so no it's cool yeah definitely gonna have him on episode 162 <laughs> seems like it <clears throat> uh-huh. yeah I, I didn't realize that um <clears throat> that guy that was it denning travis denning travis denning yeah. i didn't know he was playing i got uh, as my weapon of the week this week is uh your music recommendations to me this week were just atrocious were they i had to bring them up cool so brad texts me tuesday so joe did you know that kane brown has a song called whiskey sour I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, no. He's like, dude, it's a banger. Listen to it. So I'm like, okay. I listen to it, and it's some of the most depressing ass shit that I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, Brad, like, now I'm sad. <laughs> You're right, dude. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot to warn you. Like, it's a pretty sad song. I was like, I love sad country songs as much as the next guy, but I'm too much in new love to be sad about country <laughs> music. So no, I'm not. All right. Thanks for asking Charlie. So then <laughs> later on in the week, he just sends me, I don't even think you, there was no context. I think you just sent me like the Spotify link of a song called named Abby. <laughs> Abby is my girlfriend's name. And I'm like, well, this is some, some weird shit, you know, but all right, that's cool. Like Brad said to me, you know, songs with my girlfriend's it's name. Like, in it it wasn't the link. It was the, it was the fucking picture of it playing in my car or oh, whatever. But then like, I did, hey. I, that was, I had just turned it on. Like, I, I don't know that I'd ever heard it before. Right. It, it's and right. It was I was like, this song's an absolute banger. And Bobby's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, but that's not, it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abby is certainly not a name. It's the name of the song, but it's not a name. It is, it is an acronym. Uh, anybody but you. Uh, yeah, and I laughed so hard, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, "Brad's music recommendations this week are, are have been a roller coaster." Yeah, and, you should uh, uh, try being inside my head. And uh, I, I did like that song, and I did send it to my girlfriend, and she thought it was hysterical too. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, this song is an absolute banger, and it, it like I didn't know much like the first the opener there, Ashley Cook or whatever her name was. Holy donut f- oil, fuck. <laughs> Donut fucking oil, dude. Like she Burn came out donut. on the stage, and like my, I was like picking my tongue up off the floor, and um, I didn't know any of her music though. That sucked. Um, <laughs> she was good to look at, and then Travis Denning came out, and I knew upwards of three of his songs, um, not really well. He has one like hit, and then Abby was the only other one that I really like, really knew. 
And so all of us that were there, Margaret, Cassidy, Rachel, Casey, and Reagan, all of us were in the same. Basically, the minute he came out on the stage, we're like, play Abby. Like, we, we want to hear Abby. And he played Abby, and we all fucking lost our shit because that song is just, um, for people like me who doesn't have new love uh, or any really love, uh, it's a great tune. You know, Whiskey Sour, another great tune. You know, it's just. Yeah, and I wasn't disagreeing with you. I just, I'm just not in the, <laughs> I'm just, not in the frame of mind right now to be sad about. It's just we're in different points. Yeah, I get yeah, it. I get yeah. it. You know, I just, yeah. you know, I wake up every morning and I, I just wish I didn't. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the cup race kind of sucked. Um, I think. The, I, know, uh, you, I think you won. <clears throat> nope, Charlie won. Never mind. The uh, the race itself, though, I've, I'm a big proponent. I've been to Richmond like three times in person to watch the races. I think it's like the worst racetrack on the schedule. Um, I absolutely hate watching a race in person there. Uh, I hate watching a race on TV there. And um, from what I saw on the TV, I don't know how well the Fox broadcast sold it. Didn't look like it was great. Um, no, it was didn't. a lot of pit road strategy, which is cool. Um, that gets in, you know, gets people interested. But for people that are fair weather fans, like I watch races as like a my whole life I've been like, oh, you guys should watch this race. Like, watch the race. Like, what are you going to do on Sunday? Watch the race. Try to get people to watch the race. If I'm a new fan that tuned into that race, I would fucking be so pissed. Which, But the biggest problem with that is that what you watched was basically an F1 race. It's just boring, strung out, caught, like, no cautions. Like, and that's... F1, for whatever reason, is the most popular thing on the planet behind, like, soccer. So... I don't know. I just work here. I looked Didn't up look at, like it was great. I looked up at the TV and Denny Hamlin passed Bill for the lead with two to go or three to go or whatever. So people would probably say it's a good race. I don't know. The, the only thing that was interesting is that, like, I think it was three different people on three completely different strategies all finished in the top five. So it was it was interesting to see it. Like, Billy was leading, but, you know, uh, Denny had, like, 40 lap newer tires on it. So he had, a, he had a big league, but you saw it shrink down pretty quick and then – I don't know. It was just it was interesting because when Denny Denny got tires with like I think it was like forty to go or forty six to go, went a lap down, but tires were so crucial that he got his lap back right away and in that forty laps ran the entire field back down and passed Billy for the win with like two to go. So my my biggest problem also was that the fact that I sat down right before the race started and I put twenty dollars on Christopher Bell to finish in the top three, Kyle Bush to finish in the top three, and Chase Elliott to finish in the top three. After last week I literally said you're gonna have guys like Truex and Hamlin, like if they don't show up and show out at at Richmond. Like you, you think when you think of Richmond, or at least when I think of Richmond, I think Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex. Well, those guys have kind of sucked lately. So I'm like, ah, twenty bucks on Chase, he's fast in practice. Twenty bucks on Kyle Busch, he's good wherever he goes. And twenty bucks on and Christopher Bell because he has a really good average finish here. And um, that just made my bar tab sixty dollars more. So that was a lot of fun. I guess I just found out where the uh, merchandise money went glad i profited on that, that makes well sense. i i wasted a first overall pick on a guy that finished 12th so that sucks for me i'm now i'm now sole possession of third place in the picks contest you two are tied for the lead with 13 i have 16 <clears throat> that kind of sucks for me um bristol dirt coming up right yeah. martinsville martinsville i'm sorry not bristol i'm a week ahead of myself i really don't know the nascar schedule if you guys weren't aware yeah, the, are they doing the road course in Martinsville? Or? Is it the, <laughs> yeah. I heard it was the jump track. <laughs> yeah, they're racing up the hill down the, figure the eight. back or down the front. Uh, that is the front chute, right? Yeah, they're racing up the hill down the front chute and back down through the mud. Okay, anyways. Um, it's Martinsville dirt and asphalt. Fuck. I was totally prepared to take Kyle Larson for Bristol Rally dirt. <laughs> no, it's not Bristol dirt. That's it's tough. It's Martinsville. Um, can I take Noah in the Xfinity race instead? <laughs> Nope. Oh, fuck. I guess I should start planning on where I'm going to wear my fire suit this fall. <laughs> <laughs> Next spring. You got time. Fuck! 
and I've already used like some good cars that are at. Um, I don't know that I've used not one good guy. I honestly have lost track of who I've used yeah, so far. I, I have them all right here. I, I could send them to you guys at any moment's notice. Um, fuck, I don't know. Gee, thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're well, you're so welcome. Actually, I, I I'm doing this on purpose so that I can cook the books so that I automatically <laughs> win at the end of the year. Like, Bobby, you were down by four points going into the last race. But yeah, pulled, fuck, pulled one out, huh? <laughs> yeah. And you guys tied for last. You both had to wear your fire suits. Good for us. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. Who's good at Martinsville? Yep. Half the Why field. would I tell you? That's, I know. <laughs> this is really poor. Uh, can I trade nope. my pick to, <laughs> to Brad for two first-rounders later on? I don't think it works like that. Fuck. I don't know. You know what? It's mm, Give me fucking William Byron. Okay. Okay. I assume Brad goes next because Dennis won yeah. the race. I was actually going to take William Byron. Um have I used William Byron yet? You have. You used him two weeks ago so, in Atlanta when he won. Oh, fuck yeah. Wow, that would a dipshit. So uh, he's the only really like good guy that I've used, in my mind, I think. Like, You've I think. used the 3, the 8, the 43, the 10, the 24, the 14, and the 20. Okay, so I used the 8, too, uh, at one point. Um, give me uh, give me Ryan Blaney. Martinsville, uh, A.J. Allmendinger in the 16. Do you know if he's in the field? I believe he is, yes. Okay. If not, then I wasted a pick. Well, if you'll not, you'll get whoever's in the 16. If not, somebody get, will be in the 16. You get Dan Hemrick. I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, it's either AJ or Hemrick. I'm pretty sure it's AJ. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, and he's pretty good at Martinsville. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, well, wait. I have, I, hold on. I have a weapon of the week. <laughs> I think we're all pretty well gassed out here. No, no Buffalo Wild Wings tonight for us. No. No, definitely not. Oh, actually... Uh, well, no, never mind. Yeah, so my, my weapon of the week is there is this coffee place in uh, Portland over by Play It Again Sports where I worked for three years called Coffee by Design, right? Uh, coffee by Design, just close your eyes and think of a group of people that wouldn't get along with us. Yep. So they have great coffee. Could not be less of our crowd, though. By design. Yes. <laughs> so I... I... <laughs> uh-huh. So facts by Bobby Timmons. So I walk in, right, and I know exactly what I'm getting. I'm getting a 24 ounce nitro with hazelnut. So I've always gotten there. It's fucking delicious. Delicious. Well, I swear to God, I walk in and I have an hour long lunch break, and I'm trying to do a bunch of shit at once. This is like the day of the block party, or like maybe the day before. I had a bunch of shit to do. Like I had to run around um, and get a bunch of stuff done in one hour. And so I walk in, and this dude, swear to God, this old fella, stum- like stumbled up to the counter. And by I just mean stumbles, I just mean he's fat. He's not crippled. He's just fat. And he goes, yeah, uh, what do I want? And the guy's like, uh, I don't know. Like, Sounds like me making my Martinsville pick. Yeah, he's like, I, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I have a cup of coffee every five years, so I, I just really want to go all out. Like, like okay. The guy's like, well, well, what do you like? He's like, I don't know. Did you not hear? I, I have a cup of coffee, coffee every five years. How the fuck is he supposed to know what you want? He's like, well, we have this on tap. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that sounds good. Yeah, cool. First thing that the guy brought up. I'm like, this guy is absolutely shot. So <laughs> pours, <laughs> pours the coffee in the cup. He's like, now, is there, like, flavor in that and stuff? Yeah, chalk. Yeah, yeah. The whole flavor list could not be more right next to your fucking nose. So he, like, looks over. He's like, uh, give me vanilla. Do you want cream and sugar and, like, milk or cream or milk, whatever? And the guy's like... No, no, I don't I don't need that stuff. And then he goes, So what is that, like twenty dollars? It's like, sir. 
Oh my god, if a cup of coffee ever costs 20 fucking dollars, you are getting absolutely scammed out of 15 bucks. <laughs> so then he proceeds to go, is there any like tables in here? And I don't know that like anyone's ever walked in like a restaurant or anything before, but typically if you just no, open no, your eyes and turn people. your head, you can see that there is in fact tables. Um, and if you actually like look close enough, you can see that there is in fact no tables that are open because there will be another human occupying that fucking table. So he proceeds to go, is there any open tables? He was something (laughs) and (laughs) goes, uh, yeah, I don't, the guy, the guy behind the counter goes, no, I don't, I don't see any that are open. They're, they're really just first come first serve. He goes, okay. Um, so are there tables outside? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, is it nice outside? The guy's like, I don't know. You've been outside more recently than I've been. And he's like, didn't you just walk in here from (laughs) outside? He goes, oh, all right. And then turns around and leaves. And I literally like had to do a double take, like one of those just absolute douchebaggery things of just like. Is that guy for real? Like, yeah, like turn my head four times, like on my walk up to the counter, which is a two foot walk. Um, yeah, and just I didn't even like bring it up. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah, I'll take a I'll take a twenty four hours. I'll take a what he had. <laughs> yeah, hey, I get a cup of coffee once every six years. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your recommendation for that? Yeah, so uh, I don't, old people's etiquette, dude. It's like I don't know who the fuck taught you guys how to human, but like you're someone did a really poor job. Like it, it does doesn't make any sense. You just see some things that you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, is it nice outside? Dude, the guy's inside. He can he can see outside just as well as you can. You fucking meat stick. Well, also like you just walked from outside. Like, yeah, you, you were. <laughs> yeah, I watched you walk in. Yeah, what are we talking like, about? I don't. I just I walked in right behind him, and we both saw exactly how it was outside on the walk inside. Because that's, uh, yeah. So that was my weapon of the week. I don't know what the fucking guy's name was. I don't want to ever know his name. I hope I never <laughs> see him again. Yeah. <laughs> I wish him nothing but the best, but in that moment, I wish nothing but the worst for him. What an absolute uh, nuclear weapon. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have one. It's more of a grinds my gears, I guess, instead of a weapon of the week. But It grinds your weapon. Yeah, you get it. Ooh, <laughs> get it sounds up. dirty. Mm. Um, so grind my weapon. <laughs> you done? You good? Tweet that. <laughs> so, so where I work, it's like, so it's... It, it's two different companies under the same building, right? So, so you work at a KFC Taco Bell. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so there, there's like a breezeway, right? So you, you walk through a door and then there's another door to get into the building, which I never really made sense to me why that's a thing, but it is. But there's one door to go like to my side and then there's another door to go to KFC. You get it. So if you want tacos, you go right. If you want chicken, you go straight. Well, I work on the taco side right never fails everybody goes to that door nope don't want that they touch it go back and then go straight (laughs) (laughs) they go straight instead of right and then they go straight and then walk around to go right to taco land anyway (laughs) and i just don't understand it and it it's every single person Every single person. I'm gonna say it's more of an autopilot issue, like because I feel like I do that. I just I'm on autopilot, and like you walk through a door, and you're like, oh, that was the wrong door. I do yeah. that shit all the time. But it, it's all clear. It's all yeah, some, glass. You can see it. Sometimes just, I forgot to like open the door. I just walk right through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I oh actually, God! I actually <laughs> lower. Is that I lower. Steve I, lo- I lower my head and. I actually like to lower my head and Naruto <laughs> run <laughs> through the glass. Like that one kid on the way to math class. <laughs> With my arms straight out so that my forehead takes all Why of the Why was there always that one fucking animal in if high school? If your hands are behind your head and they're higher than your head, 
higher than it was. Downforce. Is usually the matter the kid was. <laughs> He's got the, the friggin' spoiler up. And then there's the third measurement of face to ground, uh, which also determines how angry. We got they the were. 650 fucking package with the billboard on the back. Going to math class right now. <laughs> Big ass spoiler on Naruto kid. Oh, oh fuck. I hope all those oh. kids are doing well. They're not. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say that. They're actually probably bajillionaires because they uh, all bought Bitcoin in 2009. They're either in jail, wrap their head in tinfoil, or um, have Bitcoin. Yeah, it's one of the three. Uh, but no, this is, what is it? This is episode 161, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do have an uh, interview coming up here with Mad Max McLaughlin. Uh, he's the, returning guest. The but... Pat McAfee show has has um, times where they, they all get to cracking up laughing amongst themselves, but the fans don't really know. What's going on? There's about an yeah. hour of that coming up. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they, they call that, sometimes you just got to do, th- we have to do things for us. Yeah. And we uh, we kind of just talked to Max for us because we, we shot the shit and laughed our asses off. And there's probably not many things that, like, yeah, so for, for those you're going to know what we're talking about. For those that weren't in Florida with us, uh, most of this probably isn't going to make sense. Uh, it, a lot of it is still going to be funny. It uh, is very funny. It is, it is fucking hysterical. <laughs> Max is a pretty uh, funny kid. Though. Not not a lot of racing, but you get to know Max a little bit better. Um, I think that that's kind of the point of the show. I, uh, I ask him a question, and then about 15 minutes later, Charlie asks him the same question, and Max, being a true professional, gave verbatim the exact same answer without acknowledging it. Yeah, you yeah. get it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so here's Mad Max McLaughlin, episode 161, also brought to you by... Nick Lascola Racing uh, this week. So if you are trying to rip around a sweet ass yeah, legend, trying car, to win legend car races, yeah, uh, for a uh, lump sum, you can uh, just show up with a helmet, go racing, and have really nice shit, which uh, you did. I think, uh, yeah. Well, I tried to win. Uh, well, sure. yeah, you didn't win, but yeah. you did. You did. You raced. Yeah, yeah. And I showed up with a helmet Nick. and uh, was up front, and then got wrecked, and then uh, haven't done it since. So uh, definitely, if you're trying to win legend car races, do that. Get a hold of Nick or any of us, and we can point you in that direction. And uh, yeah, like I said, he's got really nice shit. He's got a new shop now too. I think it's in yep. Mass somewhere, yep. right? Does that yep. sound right? Uh, wicked nice shop, wicked nice cars. Uh, incredible setup at the racetrack too. Bradley got to see that for a second. Where yeah, when we cool. ran at Beechridge with him, there was a. Gio Rogerio and uh, that Parsons kid and uh, Luke LeBron, we were all kind of just working out of the same trailer. Yeah, there's there. Charlie and a bunch of 12-year-olds. Yeah, basically. And he had like a full-blown <laughs> sound system in there and all just top-of-the-line shit. So, uh, like I said, if you're trying to go win Legend Car Races, get a hold of Nick. And uh, that being said, here's uh, Mad Max McLaughlin for episode 161. All right, boys and girls. So, uh, for the second time in BFP history... Uh, we have on the other end of the Zoom call, we have Mad Max McLaughlin. What's going on, pal? You had a busy weekend this weekend, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, yeah, it was busy to say the least. Had a lot of ups and downs, but uh, it was fun for sure. It's, it's always fun. You can jump back and forth from asphalt dirt. Yeah, you were all over the place. You what were you at Richmond in a, in a tour type mod, and, and then you damn near won the race, right? <sighs> we had a good car. We had a really good car. Still, uh, I don't think I've ever been so upset after a race like in my life. Um, you know, we were just riding the first, you know, three quarters of the race. And then we, you know, got around Bonsignor with about 50 to go and the caution came out and you know, we were in a good position and, uh, you know, they wanted to stay out and wait for, uh, you know, a later caution to get new tires. And uh, we stayed out, everybody else pitted and caution never came. So they all got their tires and I was out there, uh, Spinning mine. <laughs> yeah, then we had a 25 grand win dirt race. Uh, you know, I was 
that team I'm with now, they've never really ran that stuff before. So we had to build a new car. Got first time they ran like an open small block engine. So it was, everything was new and uh, he almost won that too. He uh, redrew ninth and the guy that won started on the pole and um, he ended up second. So we uh, definitely had a, a pretty good weekend. Pretty good weekend, but a bummer overall. That's kind of why I asked you to be on the show is because I saw the post on uh, Facebook. Looks looked like you were kind of upset, and I didn't I didn't get to watch any of the modified race, so I kind of was wondering what the hell happened. So, uh, yeah, that- man, it's uh, it, it was tough. You know, there was always like when he said stay out, I was like, all right. I mean, if anybody knows Gary Putnam, he's one of the sharpest guys in the pit area. So you know, he you watch the recap of the last Richmond race, there's like 15 cautions. So you, yeah, you can't blame the decision, but um definitely sucks you know uh I don't think you know with like literally 10 laps to go I was like 10th or whatever and uh I literally had like tears in my eyes I was like dude we literally gave this one away like why didn't you just wreck somebody cause your own caution (laughs) I was looking for stuff to throw out the window I (laughs) I was like literally looking for water bottles anything and I was like, do I throw my gloves? And then I was like, well, that'd be pretty easy to find out through the gloves when I come in with no gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I, I don't know. It was such a bummer, though. I mean, I, I I think I sat in the car for like 15 minutes after the checker, just sat on the road, just like in a dead stare, like kind of in disbelief. I mean, my point in my career, I don't really know how many more asphalt races I'm going to be able to run. You know, I'm kind of turning into – a dirt guy, you know, it's kind of what my career's come to and which is awesome. I love it. But, um, you know, I don't have, know how many chances I'll get to go win at Richmond. So that, uh, that stung pretty bad. So what, what would that have, I mean, obviously that would have been a huge deal, but you know, afterwards, was that a conversation you had or did you just kind of let it soak in and be like, Oh fuck, or you're oh, already no, trying to scheme to get back in one or what, what's your plan there? Yeah. We're still going to run some races later in the year, but I mean, after the race, you know, everybody, we all knew, um, we knew how good our car was and I wasn't running hundred percent the whole race. And, you know, we had a bad pit stop the first round came in third, and came out 14th and drove right back to the front. And, um, you know, we had one of the top two best cars there. And, uh, the fact that the 51 won the race and we had just rolled around the outside of them before the caution came out, you know, that makes this thing even worse. But, um, yeah, we, man, they, it, he was pretty, uh, you know, bummed the whole team was, I mean, we knew he was, he called me the next day. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, it's like, it is what it is. We gambled as a team and, you know, did what you know, we thought was the best, uh, you know, chance to go win the race and just didn't work out. Did it make it any easier just going straight from one track to another, not really have enough downtime to think about it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I was, I drove all night from, it was like six hours. So I drove all night to the dirt track and I was pretty much just zoned out the entire time. Just like, I mean, I, I was definitely, like, really upset. I don't know if I was mad or just – I had so many emotions going around in my head, just, like, thinking, like, what could have been, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely made me, uh, you know, my mindset going to the next day, just that more – that much more ambition to go be like, yeah, we're going to kick their ass tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely uh, definitely stung bad. I've never uh, – you know, I can't recall one point in my career where I've been that upset before. And – uh you know, uh, I don't know. We'll go get them next time, I guess. But uh, it's kind of, I don't know. Next time we got 50 to go, I'm pitting. <laughs> That's all I know. Are you able to take any solace in the fact that it wasn't necessary? I mean, yeah, you win and lose a, as a team, obviously, and it's it's very much a team-oriented sport. We all know that. But 
um, you know, as drivers, is there at least that little bit of solace you can take away from the fact that it wasn't something that you didn't necessarily fuck up, you know, coming off the corner, roast the tires, something like that. It was just yeah. kind of a set of circumstances. And out of all the people that didn't pit, we were the only person in the lead lap and actually still beat Carter who did pit. But, man, I was hanging on. Like, I mean, I think that Kyle Bonds, New York, he didn't pit. He stayed out. I ended up lapping him again. And the people that did stay out, I could see them. I mean, it was like they were on ice. It was pretty wild to watch and, and feel. I mean, I had absolutely no grip. It felt like it was thing was on cords, and it was. It was corded the right rear and um, <laughs> it felt like a dirt car. I mean, I was literally going the corner and just I had to drive so straight because it just wanted to step out the whole time. But uh, I mean, you can't really blame it on anybody. It's what it is. Like you said, it was, it was a team decision, and you know, he made a call and it didn't work out. But um, yeah, up here because the guys up here just spin themselves out and draw cautions to get tires. <laughs> Usually at the end of the tour races, <laughs> I, it's not like I didn't, you know, necessarily disagree with the decision. I think my initial thought was, man, I just sit. Yeah, we didn't hear a word you just said there. Yeah. I don't Got know. Now? Yeah. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, uh, you know, I kind of get the strategy. It is what it is. But, um, you know, the race at Richmond last year had so many cautions at the end of the race. You know, uh, I get the strategy. I mean, we would have had newer tires at the end and, uh, you know, definitely would have had a shot at winning. But I think our car was good enough. We would have just pitted with the rest and we could have uh, definitely drove to the front. How the do you do? Oh, no, you, you, if you're going to talk about modified stuff, I was going to ask him how the fuck you got dug to the racetrack. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool, dude. We were, uh, he loved it too. He's never been to a race, nothing. So, uh, you know, we got him hooked up. Him and his family got him passes. And, uh, you know, the track was cool enough, Brett Hearn. It was cool enough to actually get him like a suite and everything to go watch with him and his family. And, uh, yeah, he wants to come back. Like, he's like, oh man, like, I got to get to another one um you know obviously he was oh easy there bud i'm so fucking sick you have no idea <laughs> i think we all have had it this week yeah. dude I'm, yeah it's horrible but uh you know he, he's probably had one of the most iconic march madness runs of all time you know i mean it's in the history books for sure and um i mean i got the hoodie on right now dougie buckets <laughs> But uh, he, um, I just messaged him like the, after the first game. I think he, uh, he didn't have that many followers at the time. So I messaged him I'm like, dude, like, good luck. We're watching you. We're cheering for you. And then the next game, he had 30,000 followers. Next game, he had 70,000 followers. I think now he's got like 160,000. But early in the tournament, I was like, man, I'm cheering for you. Like, I'm always, you know, cheering for the underdog in March Madness. And, you know, he reached out and I was like, man, if you ever want to come to a race, you know, thinking he'd just be like, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. And he was like, yeah, like super interested. We got talking and, uh, you know, texting back and forth all week. And I was like, you know what? Like, isn't your school in Jersey? He's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, we're racing there. And like Saturday, do you think you can make it out? And he's like, can I bring my family, my friends? And, you know, it just all worked out. And uh, he had a blast. So it was pretty cool to bring him out and see like how many people, even, you know, race fans were freaking out, taking pictures with him. And it was, uh, it was definitely pretty cool. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for old Doug there, I think that his, uh, his fame is at the peak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this March and April. So yeah. uh, for him to uh, have a couple minutes of fame there at a racetrack. I'm surprised a lot of people recognize him and knew who he was. 
No, they did for sure. It was crazy. I mean, you think about like, you know, he was everywhere for that week. I mean, everywhere. Memes, everything. Uh, you know, Barstool made a deal with them for the apparel, and that's huge. You know, obviously I'm wearing it right now. So uh, I can't only imagine how many, uh, you know, shirts and hoodies they sold through Barstool. So definitely, uh, you know, had to be a pretty cool experience. I think going into the tournament, he only had a couple thousand followers. So, I mean, like, can you imagine how much stuff, you know, how much his account blew up over that week? It's, it's insane. Insane to think about. So what's, so what's next? You're uh, dirt racing a lot of the summer or what, what's up? Yeah, dude, so much. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I think this weekend, they keep getting canceled, all the series races. Like, we even had our first points race for the series, for the Super Dirt Series. Um, but now uh, I think we'll go to Orange County Saturday and, for the next month, we're just going to pick and choose big paying races. You know, all the openers are starting to go up and you know, there's a couple of 10 or, uh, you know, six grand to win at Utica. I'll probably hit, I think there's 12,000 at Fonda and just money race this time of year until the season gets going good. And, uh, luckily dirt racing is probably the strongest it's ever been right now. So you can literally, you know, go out and pick and choose big money shows. And it's, uh, it's pretty badass where our sports taking us, you know, in the last couple of years for sure. So, so going off of, uh, you know, obviously you did two kind of polar opposite things this past weekend between, you know, running a tour tie modified at Richmond on asphalt, big wide tires. Then you're going to the, the, the small block, you know, the, the center steer mod and all that stuff. Do you enjoy the, uh, the type of racing where a strategy does come into play? Like, are you good at that or do you not this weekend? The balls? Well, yeah, obviously not this weekend, but um, do you, do you say that you kind of gravitate towards that or do you like just going balls out in those dirt races that are usually a little bit shorter? I mean, yeah, the, the longer dirt races are fun though too. Um, Cause you got to save your stuff, you know, but uh, I have fun doing the asphalt stuff. I wish I could do more of it, honestly. Um, you know, it just takes a lot of money to do. And luckily, uh, you know, Mike curb curb records and, Gary Putnam came together and gave me the opportunity to run some races this year. And even though I think we're only doing four or five, it's still, uh, you know, my only opportunity to race asphalt. And um, I think it's pretty cool that each time we've gone out, we've contended for a win. I mean, we almost passed Hirschman two weeks ago. We did pass him for the lead with six to go, but he ended up getting us back running second. And then, you know, showing up to Richmond, I'd never been there before and we weren't very good in, in practice and just kept changing stuff and changing stuff. And, um, you know, end up qualifying third and leading laps and contending for the win. And, um, you know, who knows? We keep running up front and at these big races, maybe something will happen, get to run a little more asphalt. But, uh, you know, I, I love the dirt race and I wouldn't change where uh, you know, my opportunities have led me for the world. And I think uh, it's going to be a pretty fun year. Not too often to see someone swapping the lead with Hirschman. So that says something about you in uh, an asphalt modified. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely fit my driving style pretty good. I don't know what exactly, uh, you know, it's clicked with them things or, but, uh, it's, they're, they're fun to drive. You can just be pretty aggressive with them. And, um, yeah, they're just really fun race cars and you know, doing the Arca stuff is pretty cool, but it's nothing compared to the asphalt mods. It's just way more fun for sure. There was this but, guy, uh, you might know him. His name was Mike McLaughlin. He was pretty good in an asphalt mod. Yeah, no, I think it does ring the bell. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, I think he slept in my couch. Couple yeah, nights ago, actually. Yeah, that, that's that's the guy. <laughs> that's that guy. That's, that's that guy. guy. <laughs> I'm honored to know that I've shared the same couch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was Bradley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
and others. It's all, it's all I can. Wow, I think I'm going to go sit somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Get something to eat. Oh, chair is more comfortable, anyways. Oh, you yeah. Walked, you walked into a oh, it's dark in here, dude. Ah, shit. You didn't get as many lights as you needed, I guess. Yeah, no. You want to see the light? Yeah, do, do yeah. people need to send you more lights? Yeah, can I get a couple more lights, guys? <laughs> you were telling us that you actually got a light because of this yeah. show. This one. <laughs> Wait, that fucking light. That is that that's light. A, that's that light. That's that fucking this light. That's that fucking light. This the spare bedroom has turned into my like shipping department. I have like 20 boxes of hoodies and stuff in here now. Absolute disaster. It's a good problem uh, to have, I think. Yeah. No, I yeah, we gotta keep running, all right. So then people keep buying our stuff. But I got your shirt this week, but nobody at the Wyndham Maine Planet Fitness knew who you were. So I didn't get any recognition. <laughs> what wow, dang. That's a you know, that's crazy. It's uh, you I really would have thought they would have known me at that at that Planet Fitness. Yeah. yeah. I was wearing my that, that turns into who's that fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that that guy? <laughs> I was wearing your shirt. I was wearing your shirt yesterday, but unfortunately, I had my back turned towards Cole. And by the time I got a picture with him, it was cold as hell in there. So I had my hoodie back on. But dang, yeah, what shirt had, you had on? I had just the the MMR one. Yeah, that that black tee. I kind of I think I wore that for like three days. Don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> a little a little MMR bender there. Yeah. T shirt. Yeah. You got three pairs of underwear, one shirt, and two hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four pairs of shoes yeah 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 just keep changing the shoes it really just yeah. it's, a, it's it. a total it's a totally different fit at that point yeah that's what's yeah. nice about the mmr shirt man black and white you can just go wear it with anything nobody yeah. will know it's hard they'll it's hard to know. fuck up <laughs> they'll never know <laughs> i just tell them i have three of the exact same shirt for all four days that i wore it but the, yeah it's funny it's that we had we had you on like I think I don't know what three four months ago I feel like and mm-hmm. it's in in those three or four months we've been on some fucking adventures. We didn't even know you when we had you on. <laughs> now you guys have all stayed at my house. We've got a couple different states. <laughs> I was gonna say, remember that time we met and then we just didn't leave each other for eleven days in Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I got stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> to close out the weekend. I still can't believe that. Like, I literally stepped on something and, like, sprung up. And you guys were all like, what? And I was like, I don't know what just happened. But, like, I don't know. Like, something just happened. And then we're all looking at the ground. And I'm like, dude, my foot is numb. Like, I don't know what. And then Junior walks by. He's like, hey, a jellyfish. <laughs> that is that guy. That was that perfect impression of him, too. <laughs> Yeah, he's an athletic <laughs> yeah he, he can throw a football like just like that timmy brady fella oh yeah yeah timmy brady maybe for sure. there's yeah. nothing i enjoy more than seeing him chase after a flock of birds <laughs> dude that's too often yeah yeah who, so explain that to me who is he to you because he's always around like yeah, does he does he like, work for you does like he just, no. Do you just buy him fast food and he just shows up? Or how's that work? One of my best friends since we were like 14. We yeah. had the races and, you know, he uh, he was just in the area. Nobody really knew him. And, and his dad were like super in the race. They just show up at the races. But he's like, you know how he is, he's super quiet. Unless, until you get him going, obviously. I mean, you've seen him full board before. He's a pretty fun dude. But um, 
Yeah, when, if you don't get them going, they'll literally just stand in the corner for like two hours. And like, I've gotten to the point where like we've all been hanging out in the shop, just like watching a movie, and then like you'll look back and Junior's just sitting in the like standing there, and you're like, "How long have you been here?" It's like twenty minutes. I'm like, <laughs> like "Hey guys, what's up?" He didn't say anything, and like if he he'll never say no. Like if I ask him to do anything, no matter what, he, he's like one of those guys you can always like count on. Be like, no. he'll be like, "Yeah." And if he doesn't want to do anything, he'll just say, I don't know. Like he'll still like do it. He's just he's a great kid. But I posted a uh, <laughs> I drove past like a little pond with like two thousand geese on my I put on my story like two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys saw it. Junior immediately slid up. He's like, Man, I wish I had my jet ski there. <laughs> I was like, Of course, dude. Like, I don't know, he's so fascinated by it. just like chasing birds. <laughs> It's easily one of my favorite things ever since that time at the beach where he was just chasing any flock of birds that came around. <laughs> loved it. Now it's just absolutely shit. loved it. You have to wear a sombrero. You can get shit on one of these moments. <laughs> <laughs> one of these <laughs> nice, nice goose turd on the shoulder. Wait, no. he, he he goes with you everywhere too, though, doesn't he? He's yeah, always so at he's, the racetrack with you. Not all the time. Yeah, the bigger ones he, he goes to. And um he dude, he actually dropped out of high school to go racing with me pretty like wild story so like again like he can never say no you know i'm like hey junior like we were probably 15 i think i'm I'm a year older than him and uh dad and i we had our ump modified at the time and junior's family owns like a big semi truck they build like trucks and trailers for race cars and stuff so they gave us a hauler to use at the time because we didn't have one and i said junior we could really use some help you know on the race cars here like you want to come to florida with us we're gonna be there for a month and he's like, yeah, no problem. And he came back the next day and he's like, hey, uh, my school said that I can't miss that many days. Um, so, yeah, he's like, my school just said, no, I can't miss that many days or I won't pass a grade. And I was like, oh, all right. And then he just, you know, never said anything about it the next day. So the next day we're at the shop. It's like 930 in the morning. I was homeschooled. So Junior shows up at the shop and he's like, sorry, I'm late. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I had to go turn in my computer and my computer charger. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, the school said I can't miss that many days. So I had to go turn in my computer. <laughs> so he took that like, as wait. an, oh, okay, so I just have to quit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't miss that many days, so I just ended up dropping out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, school said no, so I actually had to turn in my laptop. So sorry, I'm like, <laughs> Episode 161, school said no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> junior drops out of high school. Yeah, that, that was the end of Junior's high school career. I don't even know if he's graduated. It does, does, he, does he at least have his good enough diploma? I don't know. I, I'll have to ask him. <laughs> I want to text him and ask him, like, dude, did you ever graduate? Because I, I don't know. I'd have to say no. I'd have to go with no. I don't know why I've never heard good enough good enough diploma ever in my life before. Yeah, I got a good enough one. I got mine online. It was pretty pretty tough. University of Phoenix. I got mine from Sunland Christian Academy. The same university. Zane Zane yeah Zane Smith <laughs> told me about this, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the best school. Like, you got to do this one if you're doing online." I don't, know. I don't think Zane's graduated either. Honestly, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Yeah, Zane's actually still in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure he has by now. But it's Zane, it's uh, literally Billy Madison, but with race cars. 
<laughs> yeah. He showed it to me. He's like, oh, man, like, there's no due dates. You can do it at your own rate. I'm like, oh, boy. That's going to be good. Yeah. If there's no due dates, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. That, that just tells me what I need to do it is that day. If, I remember it, getting if there's no email. day, then I'm just not fucking doing it. And, like, the, the principal of the school would, like, call me, like, hey, notice you haven't turned in any assignments in the last two weeks. <laughs> Checking in. Like, you're getting your work done. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm an on it. Just, you know, race. And I'm going to get ready to turn it all in next week. I've just been waiting to send it all in at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking liar. <laughs> I'm getting ready to turn it in. I'm just getting it all done and I'm going to turn it at once. But hey, I ended up graduating early. So, but it, it was like horrible actually because you do nothing for three weeks while you're racing and then you'd have so much stuff to do. And it was just like so stressful. I remember sitting like at one point, I was like three months into the school year and I hadn't started yet. And I was like, man i really need to get going man i don't think i'm gonna finish my junior year if i don't start like at some point it's like december (laughs) i'm getting ready i'm getting ready for christmas i'm thinking about going to school everybody else getting out on break no i'll start uh, i'll start after christmas break it's fine dude it was a lot of work but yeah junior ended up doing the same thing he's probably still a sophomore <laughs> yeah so he's like he's 35 yeah still just a yeah yeah where'd you go to high school uh i did it <laughs> you go from the syllabus day just to actually taking yeah. your term <laughs> yeah junior didn't go to high school but he can really chase a goose <laughs> I, he I can chase a goose I obviously had no idea anything about that story, but he is now slotted into P2 in my favorite juniors list. Oh my. <laughs> the junior's awesome. Yeah. You can really chase a goose for sure. It's it's funny though, because like I, I, I understand everything that you're saying and it all makes perfect sense. And I think I've heard him speak maybe once. Mm-hmm. Like like at most once. Yeah. It's yeah, and he was with us like every night. Every day. Every yeah. day. <laughs> every day every night and just digging working at the track and then you're like all right like you want to go dinner i don't care all right you want to go to the bar i don't care that's like what he says i don't know i don't care whatever i don't know it's like junior like i don't have any good shoes can i wear your brand new shoes that your girlfriend is about you i don't care <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks out with no shoes <laughs> and then, and then you're, you're wearing his shoes that's the kind of person he is. like you're wearing his shoes and his girlfriend just bought him the only pair of shoes and he won't say anything he'll just walk barefoot to the bar he's like dude you don't have any other shoes no you're wearing them <laughs> <laughs> so, just yeah. doesn't just doesn't say anything just like that yeah i just i don't care like that's the guy that the guy is it's so funny <laughs> so funny i could i did i have so many stories that kid his 18th birthday we literally like there was a club in charlotte where you could get in at 18 college night and uh my mom had these like zebra clogs and we had like a mullet wig and like a full like tuxedo it was all sparkles and stuff and we're like junior we'll take you to this club if you wear this and he's like okay like i'll wear it <laughs> the video is incredible it is so funny i i'll definitely send it to you after this it's something that you got to see Oh my god! Just getting down at the DJ booth, just full blown. Well, we all have mullets now, but it was funnier back then. 
We should. Uh, I feel like in, a, in addition to Junior, though, you you have quite the little your own little gaggle that follows you everywhere you go. I feel like there's always like five or six people that just kind of travel with you. Is that true? Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm lucky enough where my crew guys and you know they're also my good friends, so it makes traveling a lot more fun. You know, Jake's one of my best friends, and he's my crew chief this year, so um, it's fun on the road. And you know, Casey worked with me last year, and he's been one of my best friends forever. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, my friends definitely like to go to, to the races when they can. And, uh, you know, you guys have known you've met half of them now. So and they all stayed at the yeah. yeah, dude. Holy crap. I know. <laughs> dude, you, like, you, how many people can we fit in 10 cars and come back to the house once this place closes? <laughs> 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, what really screwed us up was like the time change. We were an hour early. We we're like, hey, man, we got an hour left. Like, so I'll go back to my house. <laughs> Make some chicken. <laughs> I was so bummed out I missed that. But my favorite part of that story was how you were very explicit. Like, all right, just like don't have anybody over. Like, just make sure you're quiet. Like, I've already gotten in trouble with all my neighbors. And then I hear this story. It's like, yeah, Max had like 50 people at his place. I'm like, oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't I didn't have the stereo on. Oh, the stereo. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. So, so the thousands of footsteps is fine. Just no music. Well, I'm on the bottom floor. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. more sense. Then. Dude, so, they would have been they would have been so pissed at us grittying at fucking three thirty <laughs> in the morning in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but, but. Yeah, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, in the gritty. Oh gosh. Yeah. We're all, we're all standing at the bar and we felt bad because like Swanson and fucking Justin Williams had just come in with like uh Nicole and they they got there like five minutes before and they had already said last call and we had no idea why. So then we're just like, what the fuck are we going to do now? Max like, yeah, let's all go to my place. Literally Thursday, you were like, yeah, like no one other than just you two. The first weekend I moved in here was the dirt car banquet. So like my teammates, everybody, everybody was staying here. Like I, there, I had like barely any furniture and I didn't know like, I mean, the walls must be thin here. We weren't very loud. We didn't have like a party or anything, but so I buy and sell stuff on Facebook all the time. And this guy wanted to trade me a $2,500 Best Buy gift card and like other stuff. And I'm like, the only way I'm doing that is if you come to Best Buy with me and I just blow 2,500 bucks, you know? Cause like, if I take the gift card, then he could just spend it on my ride home online or something, you know? Yeah. So I bought surround sound for every room. So <laughs> like if you turn the living room one especially it's like the lg it like it will shake the room it's like the first night like i'm not even thinking about it like oh yeah i'm at the bottom floor of a giant apartment complex like i just got it ripping just ball 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 like yeah the next day like i got a call it's like hey were you guys up till like 3 30 in the morning I'm like no and i was like yeah that speaker that speaker was on the whole night we were sleeping like i just left it on and yeah the poor people upstairs i really felt bad but uh happens in big time racing deals 3 <laughs> 30 no we went to bed at 5 30 what do you mean yeah, yeah. you only heard until 3 30 that's cool <laughs> no, i have not got another complaint then we haven't really done much that was kind of the only other time i've had people here I think it's your guys' fault now that I'm thinking of it. <laughs> I think it's wow. something to do with all of us hanging out together. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Probably. It was, yeah. basically, it, was everyone, it was everyone that was at Beachside Tavern that first night. It was basically just yeah. off in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. It's just 24 hours away from Beachside Tavern. 
yeah that's what happens at beachside just keeps continuing to happen every time we hang out <laughs> that, that was the, that was the infamous i'm junior night but that was a difference yes. we're just not gonna yeah. who your junior is and just let the people's imagination flow they're gonna all <laughs> mike jr mike jr yeah that's true yeah we're talking about christopher jr <laughs> yeah. he loves chasing birds <laughs> yeah. yeah he dropped out of high school and now he chases birds so if anybody's listening mike christopher jr loves geese <laughs> so, yeah. he's, he's a bully yeah. so we deserve to and he doesn't talk he doesn't talk and he chases geese yeah. so. but he can wheel so we'll let him chase birds <laughs> I would like to see your junior in a race car just to see what happens. Dude, he does wheel. He wheels. Stop. Stop. He, he's won a he's won a midget race. <laughs> like on purpose? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> good on for him. He can actually <laughs> wheel. He doesn't he like he was pretty good in the micro sprint. He's fearless. That's the thing. Like if there's a cushion, like a mile high cushion, and Kyle Larson just barrel rolled on it, Junior's going wide open the next car out. <laughs> he just doesn't care. <laughs> Like, they're like hey man don't run the top larson christopher bell like <laughs> donnie shots they all just tried and just flipped over and he'll go flip twice as high <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like man he got 15 feet in the air i'm touching the top of the trees <laughs> it's like doesn't get uh, hey junior yeah. you want to go run the cush okay yeah <laughs> yeah you're gonna go out there and run the cushion i don't know <laughs> I don't care. I'll do that. <laughs> Without shoes on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, fuck me. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah. We, we like that it. is that guy. That, that that's guy. the guy. That's that, that is guy. that guy. You know, after we, we finally found that guy. <laughs> Can you imagine, yeah. though, if we actually had the surround sound speakers on and all the fucking neighbors just here at 3.30 in the morning is, it's like, it's like chicken, but it's like fries. Chicken fries? No, that's not it. <laughs> no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> you have those fries, but they're like chicken and they're like, you know, in like fry form, but it's chicken. And yeah, you know, those are our chicken fries. No, not that. <laughs> it's like a taco. It's like a soft yeah. taco. Is it like a hard yeah, it's taco? like a soft taco, then cheese, then a hard shell. It's like two shells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quesarito. No, not that. But it's like one <laughs> shell, the cheese, and another shell, but then one's hard. Yeah, that's our quesarito. No, not that. But you know what? I'll try it. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> I'll try it. That's so funny doing that. People, dude, they get so mad. It's <laughs> I've so got mad. nothing but watch like all of the. I'm, like, I'm trying to watch all the way back to the beginning of Danny Duncan mm-hmm. since that day at your house. Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts one you got. I go to tomorrow morning and ask for the coffee with the ice in it and then put some caramel in it, too. That lady uh, got I, so fucking mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she was screaming at him, and he's like, yeah, oh, it's not that. Can I get an iced caramel? <laughs> oh, that's the iced caramel coffee? No, not that. But it's got, like, coffee in it and ice and then, like, caramel. Yeah, caramel iced coffee. No, not not that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so funny. <laughs> Freak out. I don't know how the fuck you do that shit with a straight face. I can't even think about it without <laughs> cracking up over here. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's just so many things you could do it. You can go anywhere and do that, too. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. So, so it, this is a racing podcast, too. Um, so, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> so what are your, what are your plans uh, in the near future? When, when when's the next time you're in the seat? Yeah, Saturday. We're going back to Orange County. We're supposed to run a series race this weekend at KM, but they keep uh, keep getting rained out. So we uh, just gonna keep chasing the money shows and just running the rain. Fuck it. So it's kind of like a playoff deal, kind of like the NASCAR stuff. You win and you're in. So I'm hoping that we win opening night, then I can go to the Sizzler. So that's that kind of that that's the, the hope. Answer. Yeah, we're, we're that's the goal. We're trying to win. You know, first night out, then we can go to Sizzler. So, so if you win, you don't have to run the rest of the races. No, then you don't have to show up till the round of eight. Uh, so, like technically, I could win the thirty thousand dollar championship by running three races, which is pretty great. I mean, we're still going to go every week because it pays good money. But technically, you could. But interesting. Was a Sizzler one? Of, was a Sizzler one of those four races you said that you were going to uh, be lined up to run, or what, what's the next? No race you're planning on i'll run new hampshire um and then martinsville so just a couple yeah. small races right that just so happens those are the only ones i can run <laughs> like works out perfect really but so so three of the four races you can run are richmond loudon and martinsville just you know yeah it is what it is all right we'll take it Hopefully, hopefully, wherever your dirt race is on, if you, I assume you're racing something loud and hopefully whatever race the next day gets rained out and then don't wreck on lap one and we'll have a good time. At lap. Yeah. Try not to kill yourself again this time. And then we'll really try not Dude, that was like the worst. They're like, do you feel nauseous or anything? I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> well, now will you please excuse me? I have to drive 16 hours. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> No, I don't feel nauseous now, but I'm just going to puke on the highway. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Luckily, I had Casey driving. I was like, is there a bag back there? And he's like, yeah, well, I'm like, can you hand it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I might uh, throw up a little bit. <laughs> no, no particular reason. Just Yeah. A little concussion. At least you yeah, had it happens to the best of us. At least you had a bag that first night after Beachside. I for sure fell all over myself. And yeah. Finished P3 on the night, but yeah, that's you know, worst things happen to some of your friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. some shitty things, I might yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, typically, when you throw up all over yourself and the inside and the outside of your rental van, you're a shoe in for the win of the night. And uh, yeah, P3 that wasn't even top five. <laughs> <laughs> No, I barely made it to tech with a fucking open wound. And <laughs> <off> of- <laughs> out, out of Max, out of everyone you know, I feel like I am the least qualified to be the dad of the group. And I was, I was, I was Papa that night. I, I was, I was Father Charlie, and that was bad. Huh? I'm happy for you. So you were just the last one to get fucked up that night. That's why. I wasn't at all though. That was the problem. Like I was, I was stone sober, and I was just not having a good time at all. Yeah. Well, you had plenty of fun later in that week. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Daytona, Daytona is just like for that week is fun. I feel like there's like nobody there the rest of the year. It's, kind it's of- just like yeah, <laughs> everywhere just shuts down for the whole year until the February. Well, I love Daytona because. I don't know. We've, we've had this conversation before, but like, we're all very busy typically. And we always have to wake up and do something. We're just go, 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 go. And Florida in February, there's like a handful of days where you wake up. You're like, I have, 
I don't have a fucking thing to do today, which <laughs> yeah. for us well, is very I one day like that. I had one day like that when we all went golfing because I thought I was going to go pick up my truck, but it ended up being blown up, it's, which is just came back from Florida two days ago, by the way. So what? Yeah. Two that days was, ago. I forgot about that. That was kind of a fuck show. Yeah. I, I, had, to, I had to play. I had to play dad for you at the dealership. Yeah. You played dad a few times. <laughs> this is my dad. He knows about trucks and stuff. My daddy owns that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my daddy owns this place. You get this thing on the lift? <laughs> What's your daddy's name? Uh, Chevy. <laughs> yeah. What's Buick his last and- name? Chevrolet. Ram. Yeah. His name Chev. Roll it. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Yeah. I, I want... So Max had fucked off at this point. I'm, I'm literally playing dad of like, okay, this kid just bought a truck like 30 minutes ago and it shit the bed. And I just, I walked right into the bay. Like I own the fucking place. I was like, so what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Well, the guy told me, he's like all week I was under, I was under the, you know, he was like, yeah, it's just a, I forget what he said. Something broke off. You're fine. Like we're just going to order a new part, plug it back in and you'll be on your way. And I was like, all right, well, perfect. I'll just race the rest of the week. And, um, you know, we'll be good. I'll just, you know, well, continue well, racing. A, By the time we leave, I'll just go pick up my truck and drive home. To preface no. this, though, you're you're driving. What was it? You're driving from New York down there with your your merch trailer, right? My, yeah, I had my t-shirt. You, trailer. you just bought this truck, right? Yeah, like bought it on Wednesday, left Wednesday night, and it shit the bed. What Friday? Blew up on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so I was under. They were like, "Yeah, it's an electrical issue. We're gonna order a part. Found it loose." This guy had no clue he's talking. I didn't even know which you know was left foot apparently because like they're like yeah we got the truck in like we're gonna order this part be done we've got the part and then he's like calling me updating me all week he's like hey man just to let you know part came in today we're gonna get on it tomorrow morning be ready to go tomorrow see you know, you're giving you're giving him a southern accent and he was for sure from significantly east of here yeah <laughs> he was but you know that's all right <laughs> like like another like off the boat from <laughs> somewhere yeah he did and not like, very he, happy he didn't know story. what what his name was he didn't know who who, who anything was yeah. it was it was a project yeah so then like he's like the truck's there for a week and they're doing all this work to it i get there and the truck's still in the parking lot where they dropped it <laughs> the parking hey, lot it was in the fucking it was like four Back businesses over <laughs> i'm like hey what's the deal i'm here to pick up that truck <clears throat> oh well, we haven't had a chance to look at it yet <laughs> dude i gotta go home <laughs> thank it's, god it, you hadn't left yet it like is travel day though like that's you like you need to leave 10 minutes ago and they're like oh yeah we haven't yeah. even touched that yeah oh my gosh and they're like yeah well you know we actually started it and heard a lot of clunking two days ago i'm like you didn't want to tell me that maybe and i probably would have gone home with the team dude <laughs> You should have seen him out on the golf course. We're literally sitting there, like, in the cart. He gets the number, calls him. They're like, who's your advisor? He's like, I, I don't know. This is my name. This is the truck. Brian. Was like, oh, his yeah. name Brian? Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, Brian's got you. He's like, all right, cool. So you left a message for Brian. No no answer. Like, an hour and a half later, you call. You're like, hey, I'm looking for Brian. They're like, oh, yeah, Brian just, like, like I had to go, like, reshingle his fish tank. He'll be right back. Uh, leave yeah. Him or something. And like you call like a third time and they like up on you. We're like, okay, this kid's never getting his truck back again. Yeah. So call, we just call, drove. Calls we a fifth up. time. <laughs> calls yeah. a fifth time. Yeah. He's laminating the carpet. Uh, so like, uh, yeah. 
Thing. So then we just show up and they're like, oh, yeah, we actually haven't had a chance to look at that. But we did fire it up and it's definitely blown up. So. And I was like, yeah, I want to just fire this thing and hold it right to the floor. <laughs> I, I was bummed out because we specifically went out to like Caribbean Jacks or whatever, sat down. You're like, I can't drink anything because I might still be driving home. And then we found out that you very much were not going to end up driving home. And you were like, well, I guess I could have fucking got a drink. <laughs> yeah. You could relax a little bit. Yeah. But- was that before or after we went to the world's worst golf course? That was, that was after. That was after. That, was after. that place was a shithole. That was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to some like $15 golf courses and that one was expensive and horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I spent like $80 and I go out there to tee off on a fucking rock. I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> seem right to me. Put the tee in the ground. I had to bring a. Three-eighths drill bit. Yeah. The best part is that, so I go in and I pay for my shit. I brought golf balls with me because I was supposed to go golfing with Weeder and I had Weeder Nation golf balls. So I was like, all right, had like my glove, had like half my shit. So all I had to do was pay for the rentals and the, the round. And then fucking Max goes in, gets a sombrero and a fucking <laughs> golf ball. He's like, why was mine so much? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> You got you got a Strix on sombrero on your head right now. And four drinks, like four <laughs> Gator. I had two Gatorades of water. Yeah, you had four twelve dollar bottles of Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was anybody else's eighty four dollars? Yeah, and then you said you signed us up for eighteen dollars. I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm getting through seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, I I booked it online, and I just was just like drunk as fuck the night before coyote ugly just like clicking buttons just went right through from 18 to we get in there we're like yeah so we're just gonna do nine any other other golf course i've ever been to if you're just like yeah i'm gonna play nine they just charge you for nine they're like okay whatever they were like no you you, you booked 18 you gotta play 18 we're like okay cool we played like seven and a half and then we drove off the course <laughs> yeah. well, we might have drove we drove the golf cart 18 maybe but yeah you're leaving out the fact that it was rad myself you max ryan borges three of those four people are the three worst people at golf i think ever ever yeah (laughs) and then there's brad yeah and brad's over there like actually keeping score and like trying to keep track and like getting frustrated at his shots and then we're over there like throwing clubs and missing the ball and yeah i was literally trying to throw the ball and hit it like a baseball dude keep in mind any (laughs) any Anytime we went by any sort of body of water, Max would go by to try to find a gator. <laughs> yeah. We're, had... in like a, we're in like a residential neighborhood, but it was like specifically built for old people. So there's not going to be a gator. Yeah. We also met Arnold Palmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was some dude just like, like literally, I don't know what he was doing, fishing in one of the fucking streams or something. He's just standing there and we drive up like, Hey, what's going on? He's like, like nice day for it. And he's like, yeah, I used to play. Uh, I used to play pro with Arnie and fucking Jack. We're like, yeah, yeah, Arnie and Jack. <laughs> Jack, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you know, I used to be on the tour, right? And we're like, we did it. Actually, now we do. He's like, yeah, with Arnie and Jack, and Johnny everybody. and Billy and fucking everybody. You know, and yeah. He said, man, Jack, Jack, man. Oh, we're like, dude, we have no clue what you're talking about. But I'm just going with. Them. They're like. What are you here for? I'm like, we just travel golf course to golf course. We're on our, what I thought, we're on our hundred course of the year, fourth of the day. 
<laughs> it's February. We're on our hundredth course of the year. <laughs> he literally said that it's February fifth. <laughs> yeah, fourth course of the day. It's like eleven a.m. Yeah, we actually got up and went. Our first course was at three, and we were. Yeah, we we didn't use a golf cart. We used a ZL1 Camaro. We did to control. Yeah, the Razor One Thousand. Yeah. <laughs> the first three were Tiger Woods on the Xbox, but now we're out here for real. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I I knew Tiger when he was just a little tigger. Like, fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, that guy. He was pumped. That was the guy. That was that guy. That was that guy. He played with Jack and everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Before, oh, no. before we before we let you go, we have a couple of Patreon questions. Matt Gaines said, Max, if you could pick one car and one track to race the rest of your life, what would they be? Ooh. Dude, that's tough. That's tough. My ADHD really hates that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to race the same car at the same track every day of my life. Uh, I don't know. I mean, asphalt, probably uh, my favorite road course is Watkins Glen. Favorite oval is probably Bristol. And uh, I like the asphalt mods, but on dirt, dude, probably either Eldora or uh, like Fairbury, place where you can just bang the cushion, run the fence, and definitely a 410 sprint car. Fairbury's badass sucks. race car on the planet, dude. Yeah, most badass race car on the planet. But I definitely don't want to race the same track in the same car for the rest of my life. There's no way. No way. And Scott Fowler asked if you could do a backflip. Nah, funny. I broke my back doing a backflip. Really? Yeah. Well, some people know that. Some people don't, but I did. I would assume that he <laughs> did didn't actually that. know that, but maybe he did. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I was 13, and I uh, tried to do one to impress some girls at the at the field, and fractured t2 through t7 <laughs> yeah no, congrats on your wheelchair yeah yeah dude my mom thought i was just i was like paralyzed for like three minutes and then my buddy poured a like glass of water on my head i literally my buddy koladowski poured a glass of water on my head and uh i was like like the craziest chills went through my body and suddenly i could move again i was like crying i was freaking out I literally could not move a limb Next day, I'm like telling my mom, like crying at home, can barely move. She's like, "You're fine, you're fine, like you're fine, you're just being a baby." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." So I go to school the next day and passed out at gym class. <laughs> and they're like, "Something's wrong with this kid." <laughs> yeah. So they rushed me to the hospital, took me X-rays, looked at the X-rays, and immediately rushed me downtown Charlotte. <laughs> Did your mother ever give you an apology? Oh uh, yeah, she's a nurse too. She was just like, I just don't think it's that bad but it was that bad <laughs> looks yeah, at the- it, like punct- it punctured my spinal cord jesus yeah it was nasty dude that's that fucking bad that was i got pretty lucky yeah so the moral of the story is no i cannot do a backflip <laughs> simple yeah. answer is no yeah I, do a, I can kind of do a cartwheel though like i've been trying to figure out what to do on the roof when i win on a dirt race I think the gritty. <laughs> yeah, probably not a cartwheel. Yeah, I, probably not a cartwheel. <laughs> or a backflip. That yeah. probably just would stay away I would love that. to do it. I think a backflip is so sick. Go to the right front tire, just whip a backflip. But <laughs> Try a front flip. Break my neck. Yeah, do, do a front flip. Front flip. Just yeah. a somersault, like in front of the car. Just like a slow somersault on the ground. <laughs> my whole back is just mud. 
Dude, the, the last time I was at your place, I saw the most pathetic attempt at a cartwheel I've ever seen. By me? No. Oh, I was going to say, I don't I, know. Did you not see that video? <clears throat> it was on Nicole's story. I don't remember, dude. Fuck, dude, it was so funny. Like, <laughs> he's like, watch, I'm going to do a cartwheel. And we're like, all right, yeah. Like, uh, just, yeah. just assume that most girls can do a cartwheel just because I feel like back in the day, like at daycare, they used to always think that was yeah. That's all they do. Yeah, and so she didn't even, like, she barely got her hands down on the ground. She just kind of, like, fell. Nicole? <laughs> no, Kylie. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it was funny. Oh, I think she would be athletic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> funny story. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've been trying to figure out. I did a poll. I was like, name something that I could do on the roof, and. Oh, the biggest one was either the worm or a belly flop. <laughs> a belly flop. Which, depending on how you do it, it might be the same thing. <laughs> belly flop off the roof right under the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. No, just jump and land on the roof on your stomach. <laughs> yeah, flop face down, just sit there for a minute. Incredible. I got to do something funny. I mean, it's it's only not, it's only right if I did. So when, you just got to... You just got a gritty. I think that's the grit. But then all the like older race fans are like, what is this kid doing? <laughs> yeah, because they're not going to say that when you belly flop. <laughs> <laughs> what if I go behind the car and like do the stairs thing where I like disappear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just disappear behind the front. <laughs> <laughs> just do, do the disco and do a gritty. Yeah, just yeah. dance for like two, like two full minutes, like a full four hours. <laughs> yeah, like give them like like dancers singing karaoke. <laughs> like, on a neon moon. Oh, gosh, well, you guys got a, a race and a concert tonight. So, <laughs> so, so when's the next time we do get to see you? I mean, maybe Saturday if we win. I'm definitely gonna bust a move. I think do the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> start jerking on the roof wait what what race what race do you have to win so you can come to the sizzler i'm gonna be dialed into that saturday i did it's not i feel like it's not even that far from you middletown new york i'm going to martinsville so oh that's this weekend yeah huh. i don't know wait when you see so you, oh, you race saturday shit i was gonna say if you race like sunday i just stop by on the way back home but true yeah that sucks. But well, I put it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, that's a, that is a perfect plan, but I don't. <laughs> that could actually work out perfect. You actually just don't have a race. That'd be sick if it wasn't the exact opposite of what was happening. Yeah, here. that would actually work out super good if I didn't have a race the day before. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> had a long day tomorrow. Yeah, long day of work. Well, I actually got to watch this NCAA championship game tonight, dude. Oh, March wow. Madness. Yeah. Doug should be playing. Yeah. It actually would have worked out perfect <laughs> if we could have watched Doug, but but we can't because they're not in it. Because it didn't happen that way. So Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If you if you wouldn't have been to the race, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It would have been it would have been super cool if we could have watched him, but we we can't cuz he he's they not playing. Yet. Lost it would actually worked out perfect, but the team didn't make it to the championship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I I good. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Well, uh, well, Maxwell, it's 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 been good catching up. I, I'm excited oh, to yeah. see you again, whatever that may or may not be, and uh, I'm just glad to see you've lightened up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Light, <laughs> lighten up, lighten the fuck up, Man, Maxwell. You guys are just so funny. <laughs> we, we know, we know. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Let me know when you guys are ready to come back to Syracuse. Hey, I will. Good. Hey, this time, be sure to text me the fucking code to get into the garage, not the simulator. <laughs> Dude, this kid. Hey, I tried to garage code 15 times. Oh, no, that's my simulator password. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, so he, this kid gives us his address, gives us the apartment number or whatever, and then says, go through the garage. All right, I'm like, cool. He sends me then the simulator password. I'm like, I don't know. He must have mistyped because there's no way that that's not the garage door code. So I've tried the simulator password. It's snowing hard as shit. Shit. I'm literally we're standing out there trying it 15 times at FaceTime. I'm like, hey, dude, this code's not working. He's like, what code? I was like, the garage code. You said simulator, but I assume you didn't. Say it's the garage, right? And he's like, oh no, no, it's a different one. And like, gave me the code. I was like, what the fuck? Why? I can't even get in to use the simulator if you don't give me the garage code. <laughs> Fucking egg. Wow. Yeah. Priorities, man. <laughs> Figured you guys want to rip the sim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was his exact response. Yeah, I just figured you got to use the simulator. Oh, At least you weren't chasing geese with Junior. So yeah. Yeah. Mike Christopher Junior was just in the parking lot running around chasing birds. So. <laughs> I hope Junior listens. To it. It's gonna be so. Yeah, it's gonna be the ongoing joke now. Yeah, Mike Christopher Junior <laughs> loves geese. Junior doesn't even have a good enough degree. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll we'll let you we'll let you watch your 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 sports ball. Yeah, good talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, we'll see it. We'll see you soon, hopefully. All right. Bye, see you. Bye Maxwell. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.